0: Because Rod and Karen are hot. My name is Yo-Yo. I'm not a hoe. I like to flow so swift. It's got to be a gift. So, yo, let the beat lift. As I rip and rhyme and rap and slap all the girls who came to dab to the fact I get the eight ball or the jam. The earrings I wear are called dolphins. Check the booty. You know, it's kind of soft and if you touch it, you living in a coffin.
1: Word to mother. Hey! (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips Podcast. Podcast, your host rod and karen and we are in the house on a empire wednesday i guess oh, what? <laughs>
2: yes
1: i guess that's what these are now so all the people that aren't live tweeting and watching empire are hanging out with us right now late night sexy edition of the blackout tips <laughs> yes it is the quiet storm if you will um and uh, it is a very special uh wednesday um of course number one is very special because uh it's fear the walking dead recap Yes, everybody loves fear the walking dead recap man it might be uh one of our most popular segments it's definitely one of our most popular shows right now mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the you know what these shows i'm not joking because i looked at the numbers these shows and then all the shows with ray and maria are the top shows lately Woo! so uh, women
0: be talking yes they,
1: they do they be talking man and people like and people silently like it i guess i don't know they, <laughs> the bold bold haters don't say nothing but um so yeah um so that that's partially why it's special the other reason that's special is it is day number 287 <laughs> that bobby smurda is locked up in political <laughs> asylum
3: <laughs> in the white
1: man's penitentiary <laughs> and we have to keep talking about it
3: i'm glad you cares
1: and even bigger than that (laughs) we have a first time guest on the show long time listener first time caller yes reagan gomez what's going on reagan
0: what we gonna do to get bobby out because i feel
2: like
0: (laughs) this this is i mean what we gonna do
1: what we gonna do right i feel like this people aren't taking this seriously enough (laughs) right the the young fella did nothing but tell the truth Right. And somehow he got locked up for telling the truth. He didn't say, I caught a body. Right. You said, Mitch caught a body. Why is he in jail? Because Mitch caught a body. I don't ah, understand. It's a
0: conspiracy. Ah. It's a conspiracy. We got to do what we got to <coughs> do to get that brother out.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk to me, guys. Neta DeRay, I know y'all listen. Come on now. <laughs> what we got to do? I don't care. Get our free murders. Hot
0: niggas matter. Hot huh?
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, And, of course, um, you know, uh, Reagan is uh, one of those people that you might know from everywhere um i'm i'm looking at her wikipedia right now her free, fr- her filmography because it's so much i i knew i forgot stuff uh freaky F- friday all the way yeah. back to 95 the 94 94
0: 95 version with uh shelly long from cheers man y'all, y'all remember cheers yeah it was yeah. her and uh gabby hoffman they were the stars of the show and I was the black girl. I don't even remember my name. It was probably the black girl, so.
3: That's old school. Yeah, it,
1: yeah. Says, it says Heather. Uh and so there you go. You were in Jerry Maguire as yep. uh Tidwell's cousin.
0: Yep, I was the girl oh. when um cuba gooding gets knocked out on the football field and Jerry Maguire calls the house. I'm the girl that answers the phone, and I'm like, it's Jerry Maguire, and I give the phone to Regina King. <laughs> <laughs> That's me.
1: Uh Carmen, a hip-hopper.
0: Yes, I did that. Um, after the Parenthood was over, I played the girl who got left by Mackay pfeiffer he went to beyonce but i can't even really be mad because it was beyonce so
1: well i'm mad for you but did you get to like get some of beyonce's essence or see her i
0: did i did and solange was up there too and she was very sweet kelly came up to visit um i think michelle might have been there too robert townsend was directing it so and you know it was i had a great time and like i said this is before she was beyonce she was in destiny's child but she wasn't beyonce beyonce yet
1: yeah i, I remember uh it was before she was super saying
0: Yeah, that,
1: like, <laughs> she came to our college fairville state and uh went to our radio station our local campus radio like destiny's child did yeah. And um my boy worked at the radio station and he had to escort them to the building uh-huh. and uh, i didn't I, I i didn't work for the radio station so i didn't even know all this was happening i didn't even yeah. listen. i didn't listen to destiny's child or anything at the time so he was just like he came back he was like man i just i just met destiny's child and i was like <laughs> who was that oh, he was lord like, he was like you don't know destiny's child man i was like nah man he's like look man these women are so fine (laughs) have you ever heard of Beyonce I was like never heard of her dog (laughs) like
3: this is back in the day
0: yeah still when people were making fun of her name remember Chris Rock had that joke like why did they name her Beyonce like now she is the Beyonce you don't even need to know her last name Mm -hmm. you know who she is she like Cher Madonna all of (laughs) them (laughs)
1: right that's true man it's it's awesome man uh you are in a beauty shop as a customer yes
0: Yes, I was. I was in a beauty shop, and my famous line was, uh, "Oh God, it was so long ago. What was it? Um, how he gonna braid your... How he gonna? What, what? You ain't even got no hair. What he gonna do? Braid your scalp?" That
1: was my line. <laughs> oh Lord, I, I did. <laughs> when there's like controversy brewing about beauty shop, because remember how they had that part where uh, they were talking about Martin Luther King? They said, "F Martin Luther King."
2: Yeah,
1: and um, er, like everybody, I guess it's really. It was kind of before. The internet blew up to what it was now. I feel like right. if this, yeah. if it happened now, I would shut Black Twitter down for like 24 yeah. to 48 hours. Right. Yeah. You know, think, piece it up, you know, all that stuff. Ah, um, yeah, for
0: sure. And it's <laughs> funny because I did um, Beauty Shop, but before I did Beauty Shop, I did Hair Show with Monique and Taraji. Wow. Which, was, which we thought was going to be the Beauty Shop, but then Queen Latifah was like, oh no, bitch, I got the Beauty Shop. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean I, both of them
1: yeah i just remember um there was like um it was like two in a row it was like the barbershop one with cedric and them what was that one called y'all remember that one yeah it
0: was it was barbershop okay yeah yeah, and then beauty shop yeah right
1: i knew it was gonna be something basic two two separate ones so like you you know there was all that controversy and then you get beauty shop are you like telling people like oh i got beauty shop are you kind of like uh, hey, look, man, we ain't affiliated with the fuck Martin Luther King <laughs> people. We just doing our thing. Right.
0: Well, I mean, I, I only work like one day, so it's not like I had to do <laughs> press for the show or like people were asking me about the lines in the movie. I only had that, you know, I'm only responsible for that one line. So <laughs> e- everything everybody else said, I don't know nothing about that.
1: Uh, and then, oh, Karen, we about to say something before? Mm-mm. I did mean to cut you off. Uh, go ahead. Okay. And then you did a whole lot of TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. Parenthood. Yeah. Um ninety episodes. Well you do yeah. you wow. do ninety episodes of a show, is that like that becomes like your family, man? That's like
0: Yeah. Like- and and you know, that well my whole story let me tell my story real quick. So I'm originally from Detroit. What up though? I'm mm-hmm. originally from Detroit. Um before I uh ap- after I moved from Detroit I lived in Philadelphia. And the summer after I graduated from eighth grade in 94, um, well, while I was in Philly, I was going back and forth to New York um, doing independent films and stuff like that there. And the summer after I graduated from eighth grade in 94, my mom was like, let's go to L.A. and see what happens. She knew somebody who lived in Englewood. So I was like, "Okay." So we took the Greyhound bus from Philly to L.A., Um, and in two weeks I had a manager within a month, I booked that freaky Friday movie that you talked about. And within like two months I booked the parenthood and we had to move to Los Angeles. And this was when the WB was first starting. It was the parenthood, the Wayans brothers, Unhappily ever after and the show called Savannah that only lasted um one season. So we were one of the founding, I guess one of the first shows on the WB, which of course is not here anymore, but Oh, so you was with the yep. Dancing
3: frog.
0: Yeah, I was with the <laughs> dancing frog. I wasn't with UPN, I was with uh WB. <laughs> but you know the WB and UPN merged and that's yeah. how we got to CW.
3: Yep. Yep,
0: because yep, I was on a show on UPN called Love Inc with Holly Robinson Pete. Right before the merge happened, and when they merged, they didn't take us with them. So you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, that was like that also caused controversy. With like, I think Angel and Buffy had some issues. Yeah, right. Yep. Right yeah. around then, man. Luckily, I caught on all that late,
3: so I got to see it all on Netflix without no interruption. But I would have been
2: pissed. Yeah, right. All they, good though.
3: Right, they separated the shows, and then all the crossovers stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yep, because UPN had well WB and UPN had a lot of black shows, but. WB tr was going in a different direction and with more shows like Buffy and angel and, and shows like that. So when, and it was a big deal because the game was on, um, um, the CW, but the yeah. CW, when they first happened, they tried to drop a lot of black content. So, mm. you know, they got shows like gossip girl and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: well, I'll, that's I'll what say happened. this, um, for the parenthood. Uh, and I mean, this sincerely, my man, Robert Townsend, one of the most slept on like For real I, I feel like he is so underrated like his influence yeah. at that time yeah um the comedy showcases that he had because like right um uh not you know not saying like it's directly from this but a part of our attitude with this show and having so many different podcasters on and having so many different comedians on yeah comes from like robert townsend whole, his whole attitude was like Hey, man, one of us going to get on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got yeah. in the door. Everybody's coming with me. Robin Harris, uh yeah. all
3: all the Wayans brothers. Right. Everybody just blew up before they were nobody. Yeah,
0: yeah. And even on the Parenthood, we had a lot of comedians on our show. Like, a lot of comedians got their start on TV on our show. A lot of actors got their start on our show. So, he was – I learned so much from him. And, you know, I got the show when I was 14, and we stopped right before I turned 18. So, I had my whole teenage years – there my husband now was my boyfriend at the time and even like i keep in contact with a lot of the um with my younger brother and sister and my younger sister who plays cc she's like 25 or 26 or something i went to her high school no her college graduation um years ago and it's like you know they are family they really are family we all grew up together you know
1: that's dope man yeah and of course um karen doesn't know this but uh she also is, uh, on Steven Universe, Karen. Yes.
2: That's
0: wow. Who do you play? I play Kiki and Jenny, the twins. Oh,
2: that's my favorite show. I love <laughs> me some Steven
0: Universe. Yep, yep. I play the twins, Kiki and Jenny.
3: That's Karen's jam. Uh, she loves Aww. the Steven Universe. Yes. And I knew that, well, I, I didn't know that, uh, um, Steven Universe has so many black people acting like like the um, yeah. background. I mean, the uh, vocalists. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, this is a reason to love the show even more because you know
0: what I saw? Not I saw a picture of um so, or a meme, and someone said, you know, the cast and directors of Steven Universe are doing it right, and all other cartoons should take a look or 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 try to emulate what they're doing. And it was a ca- It was a picture of me and a bunch of other of all the other actors who play voices and our cast is so diverse Mm.
3: yes and i didn't even
0: realize how diverse it was but it's so diverse and the creator of the show um uh is the first uh woman cartoon creator in uh cartoon network history
3: wow wow yeah and and for those of you out there because we we know we have a lot of fans that watch the nerd off and all that stuff and not to get nerdy on you anything like that but uh, the thing about I love about Steven Universe is that it starts off very light and sweet. And then yeah. as the seasons move on, it gets really, really dark. And yeah, in the background, they yeah. tell you really, really dark storylines. Yeah. And uh, w- another thing I like about Steven Universe is that it, ha- it, it does a very good job at doing flashbacks. So if you pay mm-hmm. attention, somebody will tell a story about something that happened in the past. And just it's it's just beautifully told and beautifully drawn, and it is literally one of my favorite cartoons.
0: I'm so glad you like the show. I am. I love the show too.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what my jam is though? What the Cleveland Show? Hey, yes, hey man, I fuck with that show. When it started off, I wasn't sure that I was gonna yeah, like that it show. Started man. off, oh, yeah. I was
3: like, yeah. mm-hmm. But then,
1: like, um, I just remember because I remember like starting off and maybe like I don't know six episodes in, I was like. I don't like it I think I like I thought I liked it but I don't like it then yeah well, then I just kept watching it was like
3: as they got they stride it just right. got better and be- and and the thing that broke my heart is right when it started getting really good and you could just tell that everybody kind of planted yeah. their feet and decided. Yeah. it was like why did you take it off the air and I want somebody to pick this show up now
0: well, I would love somebody picking up the show too. I mean, listen, I don't, I we went for four seasons. I mean, that any show nowadays four seasons is a good run. Um you know, listen, I just showed up to do my lines, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what went on behind the scenes or what happened. Um The Cleveland show was one of those shows that it's it it really got its stride when they started showing, I think, reruns of the show, like right. on yes. network or you know TBS or whatever, like so you could sit down and watch two and three episodes, mm-hmm. and you know when you don't have to turn in at a tune in at a certain time, you could just chill and just catch it when it's on, and you're like, oh shit, this show kind of funny. Oh, and, I love it, so,
1: man! You know. I love it. It's brilliant. I re, you know, yeah. like, I, re-watch it, I
3: watch it. I've watched it on. Netflix,
1: you know, uh, mm-hmm. Cartoon Network every time it comes yeah, on it's, at it's, night. Yeah it's, yeah.
3: it's a very, very, very good show. And like I said, it's one of those shows that I'm like, somebody pick it up because they did the same thing to Family Guy. They canceled yeah, Family they Guy and basically it went over to another network and blew mm-hmm. up. And then they was like, oh, we want it back now. And American Dad's on TBS right now. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I, the Cleveland show was my first voiceover gig and I kind of stumbled into that show by accident. Um, I was pregnant with my daughter and for forever, since forever, people have told me, oh my God, I recognize you by your voice or I know that voice anywhere. So I wanted to have a job while I was pregnant. So I went and started going out for voiceovers and The Cleveland show, I want to say, was maybe my sixth or seventh audition. And when I went to that audition, like, everybody was there trying out for this part. And I knew Family Guy, but I wasn't really a fan. So I didn't know what the hell this show was going to be or whatever. But it was a bunch of singers there. It was a bunch of actresses there. I was like, God damn. (laughs) So... I I dish I went in and I did my thing and then I had a call back and next thing I knew I I got it and I didn't realize how like big it was until we went to the Upfronts. Now mind you, I'm from TV. So wow. I've been to the Upfronts before. I've never been to the Upfronts flying on a private jet before. That happened with the Cleveland show. So I was wow. kind of like,
3: this yeah, this is bigger kinda, than I thought, right?
0: interesting. Like so and then we got to the fox up and it was amazing but when we went to comic-con the first time in san diego listen mm-hmm. i've never been to comic-con me and my husband were like what is this shit adults <laughs> and like custom? what is yes, this my- like we're not a comic book when we went to that panel and everybody knew my name and had my picture and like i was like oh my god the voiceover cartoon world is like a totally different thing and and i was like i'm Thank you, Jesus, for giving me this job. Yeah, it and
1: yeah. it's easy money compared to the other stuff. Not that. Oh, man, you know, yeah. Right. But it, you it,
0: know. Re, no, it is. It right. is. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. And I got to be, I mean, I've been really, really blessed. I have two kids. I, I got to Cleveland Show when my daughter was two. She's eight now. I have a four-year-old son. And I really want to be home with them. And even doing Steven Universe, like, I, I love being able to have the flexibility to be home with them and do homework and, and still be able to have the time to do the web series and the stuff that I want to do so it it I literally just kind of stumbled into this blessing and
3: and it's the best when you was talking about comic-con I think a lot of people that are not associated don't understand they kind of have that same mentality like these are grown people that dress up in outfits but what people better realize their love and support is 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 trio like it's, oh, it's 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 sure. it's not like the regular people because they go I am a it's like fans I am a fan yeah. and I love this and they will dress up characters we had a, <laughs> the first Comic Con uh what guess Comic Con slash comic book convention we went to was here in Charlotte and I had a blast me and Roger had a blast for two separate reasons. He knew who they was. I didn't, and I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, "Ooh, you got a cool outfit! Snap, snap, take a picture." Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was cool. It was really cool. And I remember one Comic Con. We took our daughter. She had to be like maybe three, and she just loved it. Mm -hmm. She loved it looking all at all the people and the costumes and stuff. We never really got a chance to walk around though. That's the only Mm. thing. We never got a chance to walk around. So one one summer, I'm just gonna go and just buy tickets and just walk around. Well, you might have. It was so much stuff
1: you might have to uh since you know they might know you you know what i'm saying like you are somebody you might have to dress yeah. up like you might have to put on a costume
2: yeah
0: so they know. don't know right know so
1: you can freely walk around <laughs> Go as iron a good man idea. that's a good idea that's um
0: good idea.
1: let me just also say uh as a fan of the cleveland show i'm not even looking first not that uh reagan is not beautiful and all that stuff that karen said earlier <laughs> i'm not even looking in the chat I just feel
3: like I'm doing this show with Roberta
1: Tubbs. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I love this. Uh, thank you. No problem, man. This is awesome. All right. <clears throat> let's get to, let's get down and talk about what you're into right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: now, I, I spent uh, uh, a nice part of my day. Um on Twitter. Why, <laughs> always. I mean, yes. half the job. Um, yeah. But I, I spend a nice part of my day on YouTube, uh, checking right. out your YouTube channel. Um. So, like, this is not your first series that you produced. No.
2: no.
1: Uh, you also produced uh a, another series about you and, and your brother, and he was an R yep. and B singer. Yeah. He met a dude in the park, and um, y'all was trying, and then you had a rap battle in the second episode. <laughs> I mean, it was it was trill. Um, uh, I believe it's called Almost Home.
0: Yes, it was called Almost Home, and I actually, I wrote the show, and I starred in the show, and I directed the second season as well, and for those of you who've been following me on Twitter, um, you know that we launched an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign for season one and season two of Almost Home, so mm-hmm. the whole reason we were able to do uh, Almost Home season one and two is because of all my followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, everybody who follows me on Instagram, and, you know, I'm really, really proud of that show, so and the whole reason I started writing, I've been writing for a really long time. And the whole reason I started writing was because I've been a black actress in the business for over 20 years now. And I started writing characters and roles that I wish I could audition for. And I wasn't able to audition for those characters. So, um, In around 2012, I was on Twitter talking about what black Hollywood need to do to get their shit together and stuff. And I met a director, Matthew Cherry, and we wound up linking up to do a short film called this time, which is also on my, uh, YouTube channel. And after that, I was like, I I had the, the bug, like being able to write something and raise the money and actually produce it and put it right on my YouTube channel. I was hooked. So we wound up doing season one and two of almost home. And I knew when we were crowdfunding for Almost Home the first season, I knew I wanted to do Surviving. It was called Surviving the Dead at the time, but it's called Surviving now because there's too many The Dead shows mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But I knew when I wrote uh, Almost Home season one, I knew I had to bring Surviving. I knew we had to do Surviving. I wrote Surviving uh, maybe three years ago. Um, and when I first started reaching out to other people in the web series world about my show... They automatically thought of, I always forget the name. What was the name of that movie in the 90s? It was a horror movie. It was a black horror movie. David Allen Greer was in it. Tales from the Hood. Oh, everybody yeah. oh. always thought tales from the hood which i like tales from the hood uh, me too. hold on hold on i love,
3: I tales,
1: love from the hood. tales from the
0: hood but okay. everybody would be like don't make it like another tales from the hood like laughing joking and oh. i'm like first of all i love tales from the hood okay right. so right. i'm offended second of all my, <laughs> my idea is actually not like tales from the hood so right. people didn't really get it so when we finished um almost home season two i looked at my husband because it's just me and my husband just like it's you and karen it was me and my husband i looked at him and i said we have to figure out how to do surviving we have to make this into a web series um and we have to do it now so we wrapped almost home season two in uh early 2014 and we wound up raising the money and shooting surviving the dead at the end of 2014 and the beginning of 2015 so um and the first episode premieres on my website reagan gomez.com and my youtube channel also reagan gomez it premieres next tuesday october 6th mm. mm-hmm. and you guys can
1: see uh, I, put, I put her uh link in the chat um for the uh it says it's right above our heads and um the trailer is at her at reagan gomez.com and yes. the
3: trailer is excellent it, it is, is two minutes of <sighs> excellence um, thank you cuz I seen I'm, it go all up and down my time. I was like, yeah, what is Yeah, you. when
1: when you first posted it, I put it in our um Facebook group and I Oh wow, um, thank you. All that stuff and it was uh, Everybody nothing but with, good reviews. Everybody's right. like, "Oh, I got to see this. Right. What is this?" I was wow. I was like, "What a, wait a minute? she. Oh, 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 oh shit, this is going to be good." Man, there's been some really good quality stuff that I think yeah. um uh, diversity is really speaking out um uh, right now because people are like uh, you know, in addition to like movies such as like The Perfect Guy, yeah, um, making money, and uh, of course uh, the NWA film uh, Straight right. Outta Compton. Um, like, in addition to that, but just like on TV, diversity is paying off. You know, yeah. people are watching uh, stuff like Fear the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, mon- you know Minority Report, Empire, Blackish. I mean, Empire and Blackish come on at the same time. Huh. Like,
2: yeah, I didn't yeah. think
1: that we were gonna live in a world where two good black shows could come on at yep. the same exact time and both yep. survive you know yep
0: yep no it's true i think we're living in a really interesting time and even when i did the uh crowdfunding for almost home season one which was maybe about four years ago it just in the, these last four years tv has totally changed mm-hmm. it's totally you there are black people everywhere so I mean I think it's a really good time for people of color. I really really do, especially when it comes to original content like podcasts like you guys are doing and yeah. web series. I I really do. And I I heard about you. I heard you ride on Twib. Twib was my first podcast I ever listened to. Um and to be quite honest, between the reason I started really really listening to you and Twib earlier this year is because I was really Disgusted with the way that uh, mainstream media and and the news was talking about Ferguson mm-hmm. and when all that kind of stuff was happening, it was like I didn't feel like I was getting the real. Like I didn't, right. I didn't. It just wasn't connecting with me at all. So that's what I got you, Karen and uh, Elon for.
1: Yeah, like once, maybe every three <laughs> three to six months, I will end up going on a Twitter like jag about people need to like especially black people like yeah and uh women as well like gotta stop supporting the people that hate them because it's not good for our mental health you know i tried i've tried to watch like the news Mm -mm. coverage of just like events like you know like because certain things you just get this feeling like oh this is a big event yeah the the news is the place to go that'll give me relay the information the fastest it's no longer true but i just feel like i'm I'm a child of that era so my first instinct is like oh let me turn on the news and i and i remember i was watching like msnbc Mm -hmm. and i want to say it was during either the trayvon martin or like the ferguson or something and like they even them they like and they're
0: the liberals they're the the
1: progressive channel right and they brought on like two people to argue it out and i was like yeah that upsets me this can't like this can't be the option for me to get my news and the same thing when um president obama gave his uh when he had the debates yeah and i and like like, after you gave state of the union speeches you know i stand for my president i don't give a fuck yeah yeah so um they you know but they like went in on him like not on some like it was a good speech but he could have done this but on some like you know he didn't even bring up anything about uh the pandas and i'm just like see man that's why i can't listen like y'all are driving me away
0: and i have to yeah and i have to admit a big pre- reason why i started watching msnbc in the first place was because of Tamara hall was because of yeah. alex wagner was because of joyanne Reed. Mm-hmm. they gave her a show then took her show and i stand for her so even like them taking her show it's it's really like i don't need to be watching them no more like exactly. it's, it's
3: a show. It's official. And And then
0: CNN, I don't know what the fuck happened to mm, CNN these last, like, two, three years. years. Like, I don't even... I I don't even
3: waste my time anymore. It's not
0: like I watched CNN really before that anyway. But when when Ferguson happened, it's just like, I have no idea. I I just don't know.
1: The trolling is ridiculous on CNN. It don't even it doesn't even matter what the topic is i feel like they just peruse black twitter and they're just like what they mad about and it just start right like they build a show from that you know what i mean it, was,
0: it, it, it all happened at the same time black twitter became a thing black lives matter happened and then all right. the news networks were like let's piss them off and then get ratings because we know that happens it's the same thing on 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 twitter all these magazines and stuff yes. talking about black women this this and that and just to get you know clicks and
1: I'm honestly waiting yeah. for them to start exhausting topics, and then for like Don Lemon to be on the air like two hundred dollar dates.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. coming. Yeah. it's coming, you know, coming because you
0: know they're on Black Twitter. They know everything that's happening.
1: They right. know eating the ass. We'll, oh us, we'll talk God. about ass it.
0: Eating, like, what? <laughs> we'll,
1: eating? Be, what? we'll be right oh, no. <laughs> he'll just hold, he'll be holding like a bag of groceries and be like, "Do you eat these?" Oh. All right, we'll be
2: we'll be right back. We'll be
1: right, we'll be right back after this. I'm Don Lemon. We'll argue this out in a second. Um Oh my god. So yeah, man, support uh Reagan because like I said, man, um you need to we need to get nourished, man. You gotta you gotta support the things that feed you. And I know that the people that listen to this show definitely are people that do that um so you know spread it you know like when i saw when i saw the trailer i went out put it on my facebook page put it in the group put it on our facebook page because i feel like we have to spread the support you know so people can see it because every time i see something that just like makes me you know like get that feeling inside like oh my god i want more of this to be existing right i have to share it because i know other people need that feeling and also that's how it goes viral and stuff um yeah. so do that i y'all. mean it's
0: just like the the clip that you showed about uh that trailer for raising Dion. oh about the li- oh my god it was amazing
1: Woo! how about crying? i
0: want that movie that tv show what a, it's, it's gonna be mm. a comic book but I, like i need that on my screen
1: i went to that dude's page and he was like yeah um i did this in my spare time because you know it wasn't a whole lot of um demand for it but I just thought it would be some cool stuff to do. It was
0: brilliant. It was yeah. It was like
1: it's just gonna be a comic book, and I was like, "No, man, where's your GoFundMe? Let's do this!"
0: Yes, let's
1: like <laughs> right now, yeah. right now. I got five on it.
0: I Listen, sitting,
1: I don't know that man's life. I was sitting up there like, "Quit your job." it's time
0: (laughs) like this is your calling you are supposed to be doing it that trailer was amazing
1: oh my god it was so good man and and i felt the same way about surviving though it's like after i saw it i was just like oh it's on like let's let's do this like uh, now fortunately for me it was no thing that i had to do at the time where i was like quit yeah. your job it was like oh the season's starting in october okay well cool me, I, yeah. I, that I will be there yep. and i will be talking about it so i'm
0: so excited i'm so excited we had a blast shooting the, uh shooting the show and i'm not even in the show i just directed the show and i wrote it um and it's it's really a dope thing for me to be able to like hire my friends and stuff and you know, I'm really excited. We have a great cast. We have Cynthia McWilliams from Husbands of Hollywood. She was actually in season two of Almost Home as well. We have Jackie Long. We have Phil Morris who is like Hollywood royalty. So
1: I'm really, really excited. I- about also, that I mean I guess I forgot to even say this, but can you explain to the audience exactly what it's about?
0: Yes, yes. So Shayla <laughs> and Lucy are our stars. Um When a mysterious flu, um, comes to Shayla's city, she is forced to flee the city with her younger sister Lucy. And she soon, she soon finds out that, uh, their father, who was a scientist for the government, might have had something to do with the release of this flu. And he has also been kidnapped by the government. So not only do they have to stay away from this flu, not only do they have to stay away from the infected people, but they also have to find their father. And they also have to stay away from the government because the government is trying to kill them, and they have no idea why. So that is the premise of the show. Um, I wanted to do the show with two kick-ass black women. Um, Like I said, Shayla and Lucy are sisters. Lucy is 14 years old, and we have never seen a black girl on TV kicking ass and taking names and I'm really excited I'm just I'm just really, really excited about the show. Um and I hope you guys love it. I hope you guys love it.
1: And if that's not enough guys, I gotta say, SWC Sisters with Crossbows. There you go. Got (laughs) sisters with crossbows in there. (laughs) I seen it um yeah i'm excited man they was training and shit oh i'm ready because yep. you know my favorite genre of movie is uh the impossible white man movie which
0: where they can do everything and anything for no reason right
1: now anyone can be an impossible white man like a lot of people right. get confused and think only white people do that but Wesley snipes has done it uh oh, for sure yeah you know um word on the street is Viola davis just did one um on netflix but i gotta i gotta find it i can't i keep forgetting to get the name of it from chris but as soon as i watch it i will live tweet that but Mm -hmm. there's uh impossible white man movies out here and i feel like this like this had a little impossible white manness to it like i seen them sisters training and i seen that crossbow and i was like yo they gonna be overcoming some obstacles Mm -hmm. yes they are
0: yes they are they gonna be kicking ass and you guys i mean like i said i I can't say it enough i'm really excited about the show to be able to do, not that Almost Home was easy, it wasn't, but to, to be able to put a show like this in this genre on, you know, uh, put the pen to paper and come up with the story and come up with the money to not only shoot it, but to shoot it right and make it look right and have, like, the, you know, the, the crew that we needed at the time, it all kind of just fell, it all just kind of came together, and I'm really, really excited, and I can't wait to do it all again for season two. Now, what I will tell your audience is, on reagan there is a donation button mm-hmm. at the bottom of that site because we've been on indiegogo three times i will go on indiegogo again if i need to but i would rather keep that donation button there and just keep raising money when you see an episode that you like go on and click that donate that donate button is going to be there forever so you guys can donate because if i have my way I would air season one and then turn right back around and come back with season two uh sooner rather than later. So we yeah. need money to do yeah. that. Support. You know. And
1: yeah. you got, you have to support that kind of stuff because yes. honestly, autonomy is something that black people need so we can yeah. not so not just so we can tell our story but so we can tell them without compromise like right. so it can be your vision because a lot yeah. of times i feel like people have to make some decisions to compromise their vision because they're like okay well i have to worry about this appeal i have to worry about appeal, uh, uh, offending a certain person or i have to worry yeah. that you know i won't get the money for this so i'm not going to try to go all out now and i mean not that there won't still be budgeting and all kinds of other stuff that comes along with the territory but if One of the things one of the biggest gifts you can give somebody that's a content creator is the is the ability to just go out and create their vision without without having to sit back and be like, Oh man, who's gonna like axe this and cut it and tell me that it's not good and not? not And that's and
0: that's why even though I've been on, you know, crowdfunding, crowdfunding is so difficult, but we managed to pull it off three times but that's why that whole idea and that whole premise is so genius because even having investors, you have an investor, then right. if they give money, they feel like they have a say. They want right. they want you to hire their girlfriend who can't act. It's just a whole bunch of mess so having fans to be able to say i like this show i want to see it come back and here's five dollars or 25 dollars or whatever like it means everything it means the world
1: yeah yeah that uh someone just said in the chat that's the powers behind the camera no matter what matt damon says like yeah so like the people who make the, the the product can, are shaping and molding uh what you see on the screen. Right, Because right. e- even if they had diversity in the cast, they're the ones who picked that cast. Like, it's still, you know, they're the ones who wrote that script. They're the ones he who cut so the scene. He so ridiculous.
0: Like, don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't even know what the... What are you talking about? Like, just... I don't understand. I just... I, I really don't. But then, I do understand it because I've been living in Hollywood for 20 and 21 years. So, right. I mean, it's just
1: he had like he just had know. like he had like a bad month you know what i mean like honest to god i never cared about matt damon uh, my lifetime until these last couple of weeks and i was just like like i just thought matt damon was a guy who i would consider a, a decent actor right who pretty much didn't put his life out in the public too much like i just i don't know the definitive matt damon interview before now now the only two i remember are uh black like, and I,
0: yeah and like <laughs> i don't
1: know who told him it would be a
0: fantastic idea to number one talk about diversity and mansplain or whitesplain diversity to effie i don't know who told them that would be a fantastic idea right and then the the, the to top it off he said let me let me go ahead and and uh give you guys my opinions on lgbtq actors like <laughs> what's Mm, like yeah. no one even asked you right Literally, nobody no asked. asked you for any of this information <laughs> like
1: what it what what's happening i feel like by the end of the by the end of the week he's gonna be like also uh, about abortion i oh, don't know oh my god <laughs> i'd like to talk to you guys about something uh, uh abortion about Caitlyn
0: jenner let me tell you my views. yeah <laughs> you know what
1: i was just thinking about it and uh i support <laughs> donald trump and here's why <laughs> he's right about everything okay oh
0: my god you guys are like I- getting
1: really confused. Uh, yeah, I was I, like my favorite part about the clip with Effie though is yeah. that Ben Affleck was right there and he was just looking like nigga I own slaves don't
2: that was look. just gonna he didn't say <laughs> shit because
0: he knew he could have said anything okay <laughs> you didn't even want us to know where you come from like yeah. that that whole thing was like right. I don't I don't understand but right
1: like like it was a like who are the people that were gonna be surprised. A rich white man had a legacy like
0: like that has something to do with you like we know you didn't own no like we're from this country too we also know the history of this country like we know you probably had all you had to do was say i had slave owners and fuck them right that's
1: it deep like that's the other thing like uh since we've been in america you know all our lives like black people are just like default yeah someone you know or someone in your past probably had at least something bad to do with slavery minimum and it's okay because you're not that person if we were really walking around here on 10 like white people still own slaves we would be freaking out every day like all the time it's okay ben anyway i love that guy um let's uh let's go ahead and get into um this review but first i had to talk about these advertisements uh or else um, we won't be doing this show uh the first the first advertiser we have is shadow dog productions um this is i'm gonna read the entire email that he sent me because uh this is the kind of stuff i get from dexter all the time here it is i'm not really in the bathroom humor so i don't know what the hell got into me when i wrote this short film back in 2007 but i think but i think it holds up pretty well i especially love the new england patriots are cheaters jokes which was fresh back in 2007 and just so happened is still fresh today
2: <laughs>
1: oh, oh. <laughs> and then the actual ad copy is this podcast is brought to you by Shadow shadowdown productions we've opened our comedy short vault and uploaded an old comedy short film called right axe for your free viewing pleasure on youtube you can check it out and let us know what you think any thumbs up are appreciated right acts. Ax. axe murderers aren't just for serial killers anymore so um <laughs> i'll make sure to put it on the site with the link and everything but uh i just i just oh, Dexter. he's the best man uh <laughs> and then of course um we are also brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step your shave game up and say goodbye to razor bumps all right Nobody wants to say hello to Razor Blumps, but we all do want to say goodbye to them. I said goodbye. Didn't even write a letter. Just packed my shit <laughs> and got out. Uh, you can go to getbevel.com today. Use code TBDWT and get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com. That's G E T B E V E L dot com. All right, Fear the Walking Dead time. Uh, we are reviewing episode five, Cobalt of season one uh in this episode which is written by Car- Kari scoglin who also did the last episode not fade away uh not fade away it was pretty controversial um i didn't think it would be but uh on twitter it was pretty controversial people was all up in my mentions um yeah uh and then uh this one though i feel like either those people dropped off or mm. or they watched this one and were satisfied enough that they didn't bother me because um she she did this one as well or Kyrie did this one as well i'm not sure Kyrie's a Mm -hmm. guy or girl but um Mm -hmm. uh this this one uh must have gotten a better reception no arguments um and i like it because it felt like a continuation of another story arc like this felt Mm -hmm. like the second story arc of this yeah season um Mm -hmm. anyway the plot basically this time the military yep they got this they done took away nick Took away mm-hmm. Griselda, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and uh, they got and, him.
0: Le- and left Daniel. They said they was gonna bring him.
3: Mm-hmm. They didn't bring him. Left Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and I remember when that when we talked about it last week, Roger say they ain't show him the last like five to ten minutes. He, yeah. You Roger was like that man. It got a plan. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Daniel. Daniel not. He not about these. He not about this getting shocked life, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's Mm-mm. Like he like he just okay plan B. So they took my wife, they go Ah, plan B. That's what I that's they, what we thought. and
2: you
0: even called it. You said he was very calm. He wasn't like Maddie. He was screaming and crying and trying to fight them. He said, Oh, okay. All right. Right. You not see me again. <laughs> okay. All right.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be
1: back. So mm-hmm. we go so we going with that one. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, he he looked like uh when you cut your uncle in a game of spades. He's like, Okay.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I I I bet I see another heart hit the flow. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Le- uh, Liza goes with uh dr Exner to uh exner to help <laughs> out with patients at the uh hospital uh ophelia is uh distraught of course yeah. um and then chris and alicia vandalize a mansion and play dress up um and uh travis is uh g- tries to go on a tour of the hospital with Moyers who was the uh mm-hmm. army leader um mm-hmm. to try to see his uh try to see his ex-wife and uh stepson right. so let's get the uh overall opinions about the episode i'll start with you first karen what'd you think about episode five season one cobalt
3: i liked it all right
1: you liked, liked it, it. Mm-hmm. oh so you moved down
3: from love I, <laughs> uh, no i did i, I loved it like it i don't know i kind of oh, okay. i kind of Cross those two words up. Okay. Um, I had to
1: check because, you know,
3: you normally be like, I loved it. And then I, I, I did. On. I did. I got a lot of old man and I was happy with that. All right.
1: Mm. Reagan, what about you? What'd you feel about Cobalt?
0: I loved it. And just when we thought they killed all the brothers in the show, we meet mm. a new brother and he got on an Armani suit suit yes. dude i love it suit and dude and i'm like is he evil is he who is he who is he I so i, like I loved it i loved it
1: i gotta co-sign you i loved yep. it as well suit dude was mm-hmm. uh he stole the show from me yep danny stole the show um yeah, mm-hmm. just went completely ham on that dude's mm-hmm. arm on
0: that man's arm
1: and uh the only the only storyline that i kind of could have done without was the vandalizing the mansion thing but i thought it actually struck a good transition mm-hmm. and and, it, and i think it brings up a deeper point that i'll bring up later as we go scene mm-hmm. by scene but okay. i thought i thought it actually said a lot about the characters and something i brought up uh last week so okay
2: um
1: <clears throat> as always you know we gotta start with the scene by scene guys um so this this cold open it legit might be the best cold open to the show like maybe episode one with the um nick waking up from his drug coma and seeing his i guess girlfriend maybe i don't know who that woman was Mm -hmm. eating somebody Mm -hmm. that was pretty intense yeah but i gotta say man the joint with the brother talking to doug right zach zach galifianakis yeah doug doug <laughs> Doug, doug for I, I decided uh-huh. that's what i'm gonna call him doug gala was in that crying, and my man was like Are you a buyer you're a buyer and how do i know because i'm a closer and i was like yo what is this like who is he talking to because they don't show doug right away right and he's like what kind of man does that puts his wife and children in the hands of strangers and then they show Doug kind of sobbing, still in that house coat. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking at a picture of his family. And I'm like, fool! You had a real family. You you really like. So now we have an answer to the mystery. He really did run off and leave his damn family. He yes, ran he did. off. He ran off. Yeah, he did. He did. So glad they didn't cast the brother for that part. So glad. I
0: know, right?
1: <laughs> like, as soon as that happened, I was like, just don't be a brother.
0: Like trifling ass. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I got to hate him with full contempt. <laughs> but, yeah, that dude. He was he was so whack, man. Um, and Doug, you know, he's sitting there and. The, the brother asked him, like, what's, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna call him Suit Dude. I don't even know his mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. So Suit Dude was like, um, what's your wife's name? And he was like, Maria. And he was like, so she still keep herself up she still look good she's still fine and doug, i don't know why doug ain't see it coming the
3: okey-doke he didn't Because the, the dude had been i talking didn't about see
0: it coming <laughs> i i didn't see it coming i did not think he was gonna be like yeah uh i'm gonna find her as soon as i get out bro
3: All right. right. Like, my, my sentence is almost up he painted a whole picture like your family ain't gonna have you right she's gonna be sitting there and the wolf's gonna come knocking on the door right and they're gonna take good care of her because your ass in here he
1: said a body like that is just a ticket to help her latch on to the kind of man that's gonna help her through all this like oh
0: my god in
1: other words you ain't shit and then doug yep. doug is lost it man and yep. uh, start crying and shit and the military came and got him over there got him and then soup dude was like I don't know what
3: came over. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, who is he? Who is this soup dude? Who is he? I don't even think they said his name the whole episode. No, they didn't. He got magical mental mm-hmm. powers over white people. He you know how to freak yes. them out? Yes, yeah, soup no, dude they didn't. And
1: you
0: know what? I even had to watch it the second time I had to watch. I realized he was in the cage this whole time. I didn't realize till I, later in the episode that he's actually a prisoner. Right. With them
1: he just talked that man into craziness was like get him out of my cell now it's just me and nick let's work and then like after they came and got dug he walks over and you can't see who he's talking to at first and he goes so then who the hell are you and then they cut down his nick looking like uh Five pounds of, of shit in a two pound bag. <laughs> he just looked real bad. Right. And all and all I could think was, don't tell him shit, Nick. <laughs>
0: <Don't> <laughs> right. Tell nothing. Nick is so, the actor who plays Nick is so good. He's oh, he so he the
1: best. A tour de force is what I would call him. That man, so good.
3: he has played five different types of crackheads. It's amazing.
0: All of them. All of the types of yeah. crackheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He done
3: went through the, all the types. You know, a crackhead, you've seen them all in this series i'm in the struggle with him i'm like right man, yeah. I the struggle is get. real
1: oh, i hope he get clean um Me too. I know. he will i think
0: he will
1: so they cut to um they cut to the actual compound where the military is at and the military's outside the fence you know keeping everything secure quote unquote and ophelia's out there freaking the fool yep, throwing shit at him about her mama accusing them of stealing her mama which they did um she was yelling at the rest of the crowd like look they stole my mama they gonna
3: come for y'all people too what you
0: think they gonna do to y'all everybody closing the screen doors and stuff
3: right and they had took some of their people because these are the first people they've taken right and that was so real by the way because that is how life that to me that's
1: more typically how life is most people feel like if they haven't been affected by something yeah Mm -hmm. it's like hey man it's okay with me you know what i mean so like ophelia being like that aggressive and woke about it yeah um and, and honestly, it seems like it's only that way because of how Griselda was taken out of that house. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, which is funny because even if Danny would have got his way, he wouldn't have let Ophelia come, but okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> she don't know right. that. Right, <laughs> right. Because he told
0: Maddie to take care of her because I ain't coming back. You mm-hmm. might never see me again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we come back dead, y'all. We come back dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically, they decide, look,
1: we got to shut her up. She's coming to the facility now because she crazy, too yeah um, and right about then uh i believe his name is andy the soldier she was um a little they,
3: boyfriend okay
1: yeah whatever that dude's name is um he shows up and he's like hold up a- i know his last name is adams and he's like hold up i'll talk to her and the dude was like look man she gotta go downtown she she's flipping out and he's yeah. like nah man i got this Just trust me and he was like um look man if you don't get your hand off of me, I'm gonna punch you in your face. Oh! Uh-huh. You got to the count of three, and dude was like one. He was like, "No, man, she just wanna see her mother." It's like yeah. two, and then he said two again, which is like when you're a kid and you be like two and a half.
0: Like, did you hear? Did you hear me?
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was about to get serious. And then he didn't get the three. Andy talked him down and got in the gate and he talked to Ophelia who kind of like curled up. He's like, "I'm just gonna take you home, I'm gonna get you home." And at this moment, I remember last week when I was like, yo, do y'all feel like Ophelia is just really good at acting? Mm
2: -hmm. Because
1: she don't like this dude at all. Like, I remember when Mm. he thought he was going to get it. and, and, And she hugged him. Like, she told him, nah, not yet and then she hugged them and they showed her face but not his and her face was like complete slack like
0: yeah
1: and then she was like no where my mama medicine at where right. the
0: medicine at yeah where the medicine i'm at? just here yeah.
1: for the meds right yeah. you know so and that dude was talking about some like i love you you make me believe in people I'm oh real. yeah mm-hmm. she was like and he he
0: means it too
1: yeah he don't know he'll suck all day <laughs> so my first thing was like yo is he getting set up is this the honeypot treatment you know what i mean like that's I didn't, the I didn't.
0: Thing. Like, 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 is, is she in it with her dad? Like, did she know when he came in and said, baby, calm down, let me walk you to the house. Did she know that her dad was like waiting there with the, with the barber's scaffold just ready to go to work or? <laughs> like, did she know that or did she bring him back to the house and her dad just kind of bum rushed him and she couldn't do nothing? Like,
1: yeah i think you know and i think they kind of get we'll get to it in a second but Mm -hmm. like that was my first thought when when he came in was like yo is this a trap Mm -hmm. like is Ophelia capable of that because that actress is also good where i don't Mm -hmm. i feel right i can't call it with her right what's genuine and what's fake in in a lot of these moments which is you know makes for a really good character because i never know what her motivation is
2: right
1: Mm -hmm. um and so after Adams go, says he's gonna walk her to, to her, uh, to the house. Another random grunt soldier was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm out of (laughs) here.
3: Like, you just. I've had enough of this.
1: He tried to quit. And Mm -hmm. Moyers was like, uh, Moyers is the uh, frat bro douche dude from last week. And he was like, somebody get him, you know. Um, so we cut to the inside of the, uh, of Madison's house. Yep. And she's sitting at the kitchen table. A lot of sitting at the kitchen table this week uh she's sitting at the kitchen table and she was like um so what's the point you know like what what's what we gonna do and he's like you know hey we gotta go talk to them i can get try to get liza back find out what's going on nick and then chris walks in he's like Mm -hmm. so what's the plan trying to be grown Mm -hmm. and madison was like look man me and dad talking we're gonna try to work this out and he was like don't like don't interrupt me matt uh madison
0: Oh, yeah, he called her by her first name. And you know right. what it means. If a child calls you by your first name, they cussing you out, basically.
1: Especially a brown child. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, he def- <laughs> he definitely know better. I know Liza don't play that. Mm-mm.
0: He ain't right. never called
1: Liza Liza
3: in his life. Right. But and- that
0: was like a double disrespect to Madison and his daddy. Because, you know, he not fucking with his daddy like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't have no time when we talking about family business. I was like, yeah, y'all didn't shoot this right because the next episode should have been her jumping up and beating the shit out of him.
1: Well, step kids though, man, you don't have that same necessary ownership. Like that's when yeah. you look at him, like you are gonna get your son. I mean, mm-hmm. right one else need to get them either yeah. you or me because the last result is me getting them and we don't right. you, you don't want me to put my
3: hands on them right
0: and plus he knows too he was there when liza when uh madison said liza did this
3: yes right he was, he was there.
0: there he knows she don't like she not she don't like his
2: mama
1: um so he's so uh he, he pulls him uh C- travis pulls chris to the side and he's like look man uh you gotta stop acting up we're trying to come up with a plan to get your mom and you know everything's gonna be all right but i can't do this by myself i can't hold us together on our own all right good uh and then chat tra- and the thing is as soon as he pulled him to the side chris was about to cry mm-hmm. so like he was pulling that tough act with madison which you know some type of resentment he doesn't like yeah. this he doesn't like this idea of this you know his father having this new family and he you know he's accusing his father of playing favorites with their family over yeah. over his old family um and he was he was more hurt than anything i think mm-hmm. um and he was also hurt that he Liza got in that truck he goes mom just got in the truck that no one forced her she just went willingly yeah so he was like i'm being abandoned by you and mom in this same situation <laughs> and so travis does such a good job of bringing them in by being like look we i need you yeah to help me do this and then it all went to shit when he was like now i need you to apologize I to apologize oh. like are you
0: serious oh chavis just can't help himself i he mean can't. he just went just when you think okay he's on the right path he 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 does some stuff to just make you be like oh i hate you again
3: right but but to an extent he was right because he was like you can't be doing this like we, we trying to figure shit out you can't be barging in here disrespecting her i don't care if you like her or not you you can't do this yeah i guess travis just don't got the
1: the power move to be able to pull that off like yeah he doesn't he doesn't
0: because he's it's not like he's on good footing with his son anyway and he just was able to calm his son down like look i'm trying to get your mama back i need you to help me right now get your ass in there and apologize to that woman that you hate Mm -hmm. like what yeah. No, no 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 no
1: it was too much for chris man like yeah and travis just don't have a leverage like it's certain right, right like right. certain, like like yeah, if I'm my if that. my dad did that I, i'd be apologizing like a motherfucker that's right because i know the next thing is my his foot up my ass Round, you right. know like
3: but travis but don't have get, that right, you don't get that feeling from him mm-hmm. yet, yeah because he's
1: very soft chris just called him travis last week right yep that was yesterday in showtime you know what yep. i mean he, so, <laughs> it ain't like he he just didn't have the leverage to pull off that no correct uh but but good good attempt though good effort mm-hmm. you know what i mean A for effort almost had him almost yeah. f for execution and i respect him for telling him to do it even though i knew as soon as he said i was like that shit ain't happening mm-hmm. um, so he says and this is the most shady part when he walks out the door he goes go be with your family dad
3: Ooh. now you want to call me dad i would have snatched the soul out of that boy
0: yeah yeah he doesn't respect his dad at all
3: and this, and this there was
1: only like three lines of dialogue right here but they were so telling he goes go be with your family dad and then um travis goes when he comes back tell him i went to go get his mom and then maddie goes and nick and nick so it's right. like this like travis is right in the middle of this he struggle is in the
0: middle he you know middle. Where it's just like yeah. each
1: side doesn't think he's loyal enough right or that he's gonna be too loyal to the other side when he's just trying to hold shit together which is kind of like I would say just like the the pathos of his character is I'm trying to bring everyone together. I want everyone yeah. to get along. It's just like that ain't gonna happen. so sure, not. Anyway, no. they cut to the hospital. Doctor Xnor is there with Liza, who's stitching somebody up. And she's like, "Oh, you a quick study. You learning how to stitch pretty good." So that which made me want to see like the first couple of
3: people she fucked up. oh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, you had to. <laughs>
0: Like, her practicing
3: yeah. yeah yeah she she ain't practicing on no dummy. she practice on real people mm-hmm. got, got
1: somebody hands stable to their knee or something ah. mm-hmm. but uh so uh dr x was like yeah you know um i'm 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 really down i don't have many nurses anymore we only got three i started with seven two basically went with the military and liza who's very astute and pumping her for information is like so that would be five
2: Mm. where's the other
1: two and she was just like uh they hmm, let's talk about something else
3: right mm-hmm. and i bet you they, I bet you they got bitten and turned so she tried to change the subject and liza was like okay
1: well what about griselda where she? right at? right um and she was like um we had to take griselda's leg because it was too far gone and now she's like downstairs getting medicated or whatever and she was like "And well, what about nick and she was like why you asking all these questions right, right. <laughs> she was ignoring a out of
3: the questions she was like can we save some old lives <clears throat> um,
1: but yes
3: secretly ma'am. she was like bitch that's the only reason why i came yeah was to yeah. help right? right
0: right and i know she feels some kind of way knowing that the way that they took griselda and knowing that they didn't take daniel which she was standing right there when yep. the lady told daniel that he could come and the way they told nick because she didn't know nick was coming that was yep, just kind of right. they just snatched his ass up
1: and she and the thing is she's playing it smart like she's not making a scene because i i I kind of low-key hate when the when every time the choice is to make a huge scene and it fucks up like yeah like then it makes everything 10 times worse because i think you know the average person would try to go along to get along at first Mm -hmm. and and i like that she did what she was like okay all right well i will get back to work but i i i want to know the answer to these questions right you know like it wasn't a complete like i'm crazy you know like i I like that she kind of came through like that i Um, think she's
0: playing her position and she while she's there she's also getting information that she knows could help the group back home and and not only is she getting information she's seeing what's going on she's seeing what happens to these people when they get bit how how they turn Mm -hmm. and she's keeping she wants to keep a close tab on nick and griselda because she i think she feels responsible for them being there in the first place so she knows she can't fully trust this lady and what's going on so she wants to keep an extra eye out on them
1: and she's learning skills yes you know I mean? yes like stitching she's uh, gonna be help. very valuable punctured lungs and shit um yeah. Uh. maddie found susu's letter inside of uh alicia's room and the picture from susu's wall that alicia had drawn from them when they were kids um so she knew that basically alicia had read the suicide letter uh, uh and what must have been in the trans house to go find it and to get that painting mm-hmm, so yeah. she goes over to the trans house and walks right into a hostage situation mm-hmm. <clears throat> when uh she hears a noise downstairs gets a flashlight goes downstairs flashlight cuts off on the halfway down then it cuts on, yeah uh as all flashlights do mm-hmm. uh <laughs> ah! someone's gonna make a billion dollars that patents the first don't flat don't cut off in a scary situation flashlight yeah um she walks into the basement and uh daniel and ophelia are in there and uh sergeant lieutenant private i don't know adams mm-hmm. is is tied up on a chair uh looking like he about to be tortured
3: and i was yep. like this don't look good for you son
1: and all. she walks in and she says what is this and daniel turns around and says what is this this is how we bring them home mm-hmm and uh, I was like, Danny, the woke God, mm-hmm. doing it again. He's so
0: awesome. He's so, I, I know he done killed some people before. I know he done murdered, even before. See, he has a story for every episode, and you find out more and more about him, but I know he done killed some people before. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. He is such mm-hmm. an
1: interesting character. Mm-hmm. And and I love that they have different people at different stages of awareness because of their life paths, so that some people are more like jumping feet first in this shit, and yep. then some people are like, jump in one like took their toe in it and then hop mm-hmm. in and some people are like i'm not getting in the water like mm-hmm. i I right. love that that you know the whole cast is that different mm-hmm. so uh they asked uh and uh, uh adams about the um fact that they broke in and stole their families like you took my son you took his wife said madison and he goes was it me and she she, she uh and then ophelia goes it wasn't he didn't have anything to do with it. And at this point, I'm like, is she playing a good cop or is she really genuinely trying to keep him out of harm's way? Right. You know, like maybe she did she bring him here. She didn't think it was going to
0: go this far. But she she did. Was, yeah. I don't think yeah. she thought it was going to go this far because I think this might also be the first time of her seeing her father like this. Right.
3: right.
2: I agree. You know what
0: I'm saying? Who know? You know, and even he gets into it later on, but I think this may be kind of a wake up call. With who her daddy is. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: what are you, okay, we said we were gonna do this, but what are you about to do to him?
3: Right. right. He's like, bitch, I'm not a harmless old man. Like, right. I will fuck shit up. I like that Maddie walked
1: in and initially objected, but fell right into asking questions. Like, she was like, what is this? It's like, look, man, this is what we gotta do. Then she's like, "Where are my son? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Like, She was, she was like, fuck it then.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're
1: going here, let's go. So they go upstairs, um, and, because maddie like storms out and, I, and they feel like hey we can go upstairs and kind of convince her to talk to her or something and 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 ophelia goes well, now we have something to trade and then she walks out you know and maddie turns to daniel and she's like this is your idea that's absurd they're not gonna trade and he goes i know that right like, so
0: that's that's <laughs> what makes me think Ophelia is not all the way he's not telling her everything right like,
1: yeah he he
0: told her what he needed to tell her to get Adams do there and now he's gonna take over
1: right she's still a boss for manipulating that dude it makes me wonder if he knew even when she was manipulating him to get the medicine like if, mm-hmm. if, if oh, I, might I have I w- yeah yeah I just wonder how much he knew about that and then um you know he, he basically tells Madison like listen um you might not like it but this dude got all the information
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's gonna know uh like where our loved ones are housed at yeah the security how many soldiers they have with them how much time we have left and i was like damn danny danny is paranoid as shit how much mm-hmm. time they have left what do you think they're gonna do nuke the site um but danny is the woke god so mm-hmm. you can't really yes, doubt him is he don't be wrong so no he don't then he's like jack bauer on this show yes he is except the audience don't know like in 24 the audience always knows what jack knows mm-hmm. so, so you so you just feel like everybody's tripping you know what i mean like mm-hmm. man just listen to jack but right. but with this one i don't know what the fuck He knows. Right. And then I'm just like, yo, you kinda crazy. I don't know if I would listen to you. You don't even really
0: know who he is. Every new story, it's like, you know, one time I had to slit eight throats and it's like,
3: damn. (laughs) Right you don't even know who he is <laughs> yep
1: i knew a man that didn't like crust on his peanut butter either he like?
3: <laughs> yes old man stories are the best you know, like, man Danny, you got a story for all yeah I'm, in real life i listen to old people's stories man because you fuck around and be like oh shit i ain't know you were gangster like that
1: he told madison i've seen this before people who go out on trucks never come back um and he basically says so which is it you don't want them hurt or you don't want to know right mm and uh she was like well played i do Mm -hmm. i do want to know so hurt a hurt away sir Mm -hmm. uh moyers is uh now talking to travis because travis's plan was to go through the proper channels and uh talk to the command and like go see the family because he's been doing this liaison between the community and the The army yeah Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so he he feels like it's time to pull that leverage that he's been building up for for which to be honest a good is also a good plan like like i think people like on this show because we all know what's going to eventually happen Mm -hmm. for us we're all like you stupid at they ain't gonna listen but like for like this ain't gonna help, but but for him and um, his point of view, he's like, look, man, I put I go, in the work. I
3: go speak on their behalf.
1: Right, we're we we tight. You know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all y'all fucked up last night, but can you just show me to my people? I just need to get them back, and we'll be cool and morris was like being a dick about it <laughs> like nah you can't do any of that
0: but he's always a dick though he's, right. he's always been a dick so like i hear what you're saying but yeah at the same time at a certain point your instincts have to kick kick in and the way that they took nick and the way that they took griselda mm-hmm. i don't know but I, I i but that's who he is that's that's who his right. character is and morris
1: and like morris had an answer for that even where he was like you think i like doing knock knocks i don't like doing that like these these are boys out here they scared i'm just trying to keep them together and Mm -hmm. you know it you know and keep the morale up like us going out and shooting uh zombies and shit and and whatnot like we like this is not what what we signed up to do you know and so travis like okay and stuck to his guns which is like be that as it may i need to go see my people and he said well how long he said you can't he said well how long are my people gonna be away he's like only the doctor knows that and he says well i want to talk to the doctor he's like you can't talk to the doctor and i was like yo man it's a lot of no's in this conversation mm-hmm. and i feel like travis uh in a very diplomatic way pulled his card because he basically said look man um you need to let me see my people and yeah. buddy, buddy was like um you know these kids uh what these little kids we got want to go home today mama dark thoughts travis that's my real enemy here you're a teacher right so you know we got to keep these boys motivated and whatnot mm-hmm. and i noticed when you asked travis was he a teacher or I think you said you used to be a teacher and you go still am still am I teach English lit and yeah. I was like that's the perfect answer for Travis because that's what Travis thinks is
0: it's gonna go back to normal it's gonna, gonna happen go right back to okay. it's still after everything it's it's gonna go back to normal
1: yeah and I feel like the older characters it makes sense in a universe where you don't know about the zombie apocalypse right true let's just get mm-hmm. that out of the way because they don't like they don't have zombie fiction in this universe okay mm-hmm. right so right. so in this universe to an adult it would seem like things unless you had a fucked up life it would think like seem like things would go back to normal sooner than it would go like stay like this forever Mm -hmm. that's how i think most people rationalize disaster in general like you know you go through a harsh time but you're like yo somebody's coming to save me something's gonna happen to help me and then at some point you have to pull that switch where you're like okay no one's coming It's, it's it's on me Yep. and Travis is one of those people that's like the last guy to pull that switch he if, is, if yep. at all if at all by the way like yeah you know I think Daniel said it best when he said uh Ophelia said these are good people and he said good people die first
3: right
0: yeah and not only that he's the type cop- of the type of dude that tells his son when his son is telling him hey dad I see like some flashing lights over there he's <laughs> like no you didn't don't <laughs> cause no problems you ain't seen nothing and then Maddie's like I've seen it too and Travis is like yeah, just forget about it. And Maddie's
2: like, So
1: nigga, you dancing? that right. like, right. are you What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why are you right. tripping with our lives like this? Right. Oh my god, his delusion is so strong. It's amazing. Um Yeah. So but but uh I gotta give him props in this conversation. End of the day he basically goes, Can you help me get our people back or not? And Buddy yeah. told him no and he said, Well, if the ones you don't the ones you took don't come back soon you gonna have more than me to worry about uh-huh. you took 11 people and all those families up there are not trying to hear that shit and we gonna all be back down here and right. he, and Morris kind of thought about it for a second and realized like oh that's a threat he was like you threatening me he said no i'm just being helpful which is something that he had told travis earlier was like you've been very helpful mm-hmm. and so he just hit him with the like nah i'm just being helpful but both of those men knew it was ultimately a threat like we'll come down yes. this motherfucker
3: and trip out right it's more of us here than y'all with guns right and um, that was
0: the first time even even though it was subtle we knew it was a threat it wasn't like a, i'm gonna fuck you up but right. it was like a yeah we we will be back down here and that was the first time Travis showed
1: a little bit of uh strength or i don't right. know a, little, right. a, little
0: bit, a little It was bit.
1: A, like it was a little glimmer of hope in my it eyes was. for yeah. him because up to this point i've been like everybody like the, the number one rule of the zombie apocalypse is you got to pay for your sins so yeah either he, either he'll die or someone he loves or cares about will die because he just took so many paths of least yeah. resistance but that moment right there i was like okay and he even looked surprised because moyers was like okay manawa let's go see the doctor Mm-hmm. and he goes i thought you said we couldn't do that <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he was looking like oh, oh, oh shit somebody hey, no you can't mm-hmm. do that i
3: can't i got the guns right right
1: right <laughs> and then his subordinate came and said can you take another unit my unit's been awake for over for like 50, 50 hours. hours
3: right 50 hours and
1: to show what kind of asshole moyers is he literally had a tissue in his back pocket that he reserved for this moment he was kind of hoping someone would bring it up yeah. So he could go through all the drama of pulling out a tissue, handing it to a soldier, telling him to go give it to all his little baby boys in the. And in i like, go on
3: and cry, baby. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And he hit him in the chest with it. It was like, now get back to work.
3: I so, was like, 50 hours is a long period of time, and you're exhausted to drain, you're not as alert, and they're going to start dying. Yeah. and the
0: thing a lot of his men are already like i don't want to be here you Mm -hmm. think i like doing this i don't like doing so even even though they know that they have to follow orders but they're still human beings like this shit's kind of fucked
1: up and a brilliant part of this show is that we're really just now getting because i feel like before this we felt like the military was like a monolith
0: yeah yeah Mm no because like
1: in most uh, most shows it is like this threat this the military but then when you kind of get to see these guys and and see them as humans you're like of course they wouldn't want to be here nobody Mm -hmm. would if my family was out fending for itself and i'm fucking in california right like tearing
0: other families apart yeah yeah
1: keeping keeping uh some people fenced in in an area like i just want to go like right i'm not even in the fence just let me go home and take care of my people so right. it made sense that they would go awol, and they did get tired. Karen, were you mm-hmm. gonna say something?
3: I about to say, and it gives a glimpse into we're gonna I, my prediction. If we're gonna slowly see the military turn apart and what's a fall apart. What's gonna happen when the military starts turning within itself? When people get yeah. tired, people get exhausted, people don't have answers. Yeah, you know people just quit i mean right well, we'll and, get people, to it.
0: and people know that there's no end to this
3: right. right
1: there
0: is no end to this
1: they can't win this fight nope. there's no battle especially since nope. they know i feel like the first time the military discovered everybody who dies turns into a zombie it's like oh you can't win this fight
2: yeah
1: so what are you gonna kill everybody on the earth like it's it's a wrap dog um so salazar starts off his torch on andy and he's doing yeah. everything except for that stuck in the middle with you dance from Reservoir Dogs.
3: Yes, he had his
1: he had he, his old barber kit. He
3: pulled out the whole set. I'm like,
1: when did he have time to take that? Because <laughs> that didn't look like some shit he just threw like just pulled together out of somebody's kitchen. Like, and mm-hmm. like he had his torture kit that he keeps on the ready.
0: Yeah, he had a he go he bag. And he must have grabbed it when they, when they left, but they left so fast. I didn't see him grab nothing, but he just must always keep that on him just in case.
3: Mm-hmm. I bet you stuck it inside that coat, like uh, just, just to go back. Uh-huh. That's the kind of man
1: he is. His go bag got torture kit in it. Right. Probably don't got a bottle of water in there, but mm-hmm. it got torture kit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, he's up in there. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Uh, and, ah! uh, he pulled out his torture kit and i knew the torture was gonna be bad because he was like he started off by talking about his daughter right some emotional shit like Mm -hmm. my daughter was pure when i looked at her she was the the first thing i ever saw i knew she was the best thing i ever made she's she's innocent and (laughs) andy was trying to agree and shit like she is innocent i i I agree she's a great person Mm -hmm. he's like she still is innocent before she brought you in she made me promise i wouldn't harm you and I would just ask you some questions. Then he turned around and was like, that is not going to happen. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heart jumped in my chest. I was like, oh, this dude.
3: I was like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you about to take that L.
1: And for the record, Andy gives up the location of the hospital that moment. yeah because he knew
0: shit was about to get real he knew he knew he knew this dude wasn't playing he knew this dude was not travis
1: he didn't even know what i don't i feel like daniel went to work on him not even knowing what all questions he wanted answered right away yeah Mm -hmm. he was like you know what we'll do
3: a few minutes of torture some answers some questions to come to Mm -hmm. me he was like nope i give you everything right now he was like you ain't got to cut me but he said he said ask me anything i'll tell you And he was just like
1: Mm
2: mm-hmm
3: um uh, <laughs> yes you will
1: <laughs> you gonna tell me mm-hmm. uh travis is now in the humvee with the soldiers driving this, down the this,
0: this whole this whole sequence this whole scene was great
1: oh so good mm-hmm. like i feel like like travis is like um he makes me feel like when i watch Your enthusiasm and larry davis in it where mm-hmm i feel awkward for him but i want him to be in nothing but awkward situations anyway
0: yes yes like it's such good
1: tv but i get this feeling in the pit of my stomach like oh this ain't gonna go good yeah yeah so he's in the humvee and the soldiers are shooting the shit and one of them's like (laughs) he's like so let me get this right you driving through this zone through all this bullshit to get across town for a kid that ain't yours. Mm-hmm. And your wife, and he was like ex-wife, ex-wife, ex-wife. And Buddy started cracking up, and then he asked another dude, like, "What happened to your face?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Nothing, sir. Momentary lapse of patriotism." Oh, been
2: so,
1: beating So they had, boys. To, had to
0: fuck up real quick,
1: huh? Yeah, they've been beating them boys up for for <laughs> trying to leave.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn, Warriors ain't no joke. It, it's really a frat, dog. It really is like, oh, you you want to you you try to go awol punch him in his face.
0: And that just shows, too, like, everybody really is a victim in this situation. Right. Like, everybody is suffering. Everybody it's, it's, it's no good for anybody.
1: Right. I, even Moyers, to a certain extent, who I can't feel as sorry for, but even he's been like, look, man, I get these orders. I don't want to do this shit, to be honest with you. uh, Like, y'all think we trying to lock y'all up and keep y'all? Man, I if I didn't get these orders, I'd go my ass home and let y'all survive. I'm going to be all right yeah um and also um they had decals on the side of the humvees for how many kills they got and at one point Moyers had pointed out to travis that this guy had a lot of kills of zombies and travis was basically like and I'm like i don't care about that shit and uh, so now he ain't never
3: been outside of that fence right yep.
1: so now Moyers spots a zombie and he's like oh we got one stop the car and they all get out they set up a rifle and they bet points on it uh kind of like you would a deer i guess maybe or Mm -hmm. like you have a six point buck or some shit maybe they were doing Mm -hmm. like that or maybe it's just a game they play where if you shoot the zombie you you get a certain amount of points that they wager right right. so whatever the game was they pull out a high power rifle sit it on the hood of the suv and they pointed at the zombie and Moyers is like how many points will you give me for it and uh uh the guy's name is uh oh Castro Castro is like I'll give you three and he was like you know I don't do anything more than less than a touchdown and uh so they go get the wager going and then they go all right Travis Mm -hmm. you gotta shoot the zombie And and I was like what kind of bullshit is this and it's clearly a, a like a, a formerly employed zombie you know just yep she
0: you know, has a name tag on right? there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so so he looks through the scope and it like open your mouth or else the pressure differential will like bust your eye, eye open and shit so yeah. you going know, rupture your cornea and he's like okay uh he doesn't want to do it and moya's like listen if you don't do this then you're basically saying that you think those things are alive and if you mm-hmm. think that then you think that me and my boys been out here murdering Innocent people, and he's like, Is that what you think? And Travis, like, Nah, he steps up like he's gonna shoot, looks through the scope,
3: doesn't shoot. He
0: can't do it, he can't do it because yeah. he still sees them as people. He
3: does, yeah, he saw the name tag and shit. Yeah. And then one of the other dudes was like, Fuck it, why are we wasting time? Just let me shoot. Why are you, yeah, harassing no, this like, dude? Sir, he
0: doesn't want to do it, sir. I'll do it.
1: He wouldn't let him, man. And it's no. kind of it even reminds me of Walking Dead with Herschel. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, herschel was in the now for a whole season. Like yo, those are those people are alive, and somebody's gonna come save them. Yeah. To which, like I said, in my mind is a reasonable thing to think, like that. Okay, maybe this. Maybe we don't need to go around killing people. It's kind of like it's a cliche to me because I've seen it so many times. But in real life, if Karen turned into a fucking zombie, I'm not busting her head open. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> right. I'm just going to have to die or leave the room or some shit. I can't be doing that. Like, on The Strain, when Gus is like, right, he won't mama. kill his mama. Like, I can't. I, I, understand. I understand that. I do, too. On a human level, it's just, I've seen this so many times on TV. I'm like, just bust her head open. But come
0: on, in man. But, e- but even with Travis, he's seen zombies that are not Madison coming mm-hmm. up damn near about to rip his neck open and it's the same. Can you hear me? Are you alright? Do you? Right. Hear? so? As to, it's not like he's never seen zombies before. I mean, they they right. ran Calvin's ass over, what, in episode one or two? So he's seen these things. He knows that they're, he may not know what they can do, but he knows that they're dangerous. So, right. I mean, I get it. You know, even right. on that, it's still a different thing to have to kill like Daniel did, walked up with the shotgun, put the shotgun in in the man, whatever the neighbor's Face was right. or whatever but try, I don't, he's just not there yet he's well, just he's, he's like he's like right in the middle like right. he knows okay maybe these aren't human beings anymore but i i can't kill one yet
1: he's like he's to me he's like a pacifist you know what i mean like he's like a guy that wouldn't like you know how you have certain situations where everybody's like well would you kill would you give somebody the death penalty if they did this and then mm-hmm. everybody's like, no, no, I don't believe in the death penalty. It's like, what if they killed your mama in front of you and made you eat her like stew? You're like, well, of course I killed that motherfucker. I'm crazy. Like, now you've crossed my line. He's the guy that goes, well, no, because, uh, technically even if you kill my mom in front of me and make me eat her like stew. Uh, the death penalty is a biased thing and i don't believe in that like
0: and it's also a different thing to make up these hypotheticals and then when you're actually there in the moment a lot of us wouldn't do what we say we're gonna do right, right.
1: Well, right that's the other part about being desensitized we've seen it on tv so yeah. I've, I've seen a million zombies killed at this point like i yeah it would seem like to me the obvious thing would just be walk outside start smashing people in their head but i feel like in real life i would be like oh shit zombies didn't go back in and close the door like yeah right yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. so he uh, they're gonna have to confine me so right. he doesn't take the shot now i was a little disappointed i was like just take the shot and miss like that's what i would have that would have been my yeah, that, solution that would have
0: been a good idea
1: too you know but he but
0: remember he doesn't like guns he doesn't like guns at right, all exactly
1: mm-hmm. so he conscientiously objects to shooting yeah. that zombie at all and then Moyers tags that shit and was like and then he turns around and goes that's what i thought
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and i was like yo he definitely talks shit and pick up basketball that dude's a jerk
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> complete ass
1: um so uh he completely emasculates travis and then travis gets in the backseat of the, of the uh suv and they get a call of distress on the radio
3: you hear it faintly in the background cause right. i just didn't hear that first i was like baby it's something i didn't either attacked. i
1: didn't either i had to rewind there was like gunshots going off and shit um so we get to the hospital again i thought the military was setting up gas canisters but apparently the gas canister looking thing with the cord on it is the attachment to a cow prod gun thing like oh not cow prod but the thing that they put in like they put a gun up to a cow's head and it shoots like a bolt right into his brain
3: and kills it Mm -hmm. yeah because it's Mm enough pressure Mm -hmm. to shoot it right yeah i've totally forgot because i saw uh, no country for old men yeah
0: yeah he had that in the movie
1: yeah yeah and i forgot that he had that whole like apparatus like he didn't just in my mind it was just like a gun you hold and just it popped people in the head but i was like oh that's Mm -hmm. right he had to those, mm-hmm. those dummies had to sit there and watch them set that shit up before they died like what mm-hmm. is this um,
3: <laughs> yeah that kinda gotta have some real pressure behind it
1: right mm-hmm. so um they walk in and like uh someone got bit um so they have like a protocol for people to get bitten now uh, dr x was like we got a bite over here bite bite let's go get yep. him out of my house like, get him out of
3: here um, um, maybe having these
1: problems right and they you know as they walk off they like load up the canister to go bolt this dude in the head uh we get to the building where the military was called about this emergency and apparently there were squatters that were held up in a in in some sort of uh built like office building Mm -hmm. and uh we had i talked about this a while back where people were like well what happened to all the people in the zone and is the military just killing everybody and i was like yeah we don't know that the military just killed random people for no reason Mm -hmm. because people don't trust the government i can see people with listen okay um if like this shit happened in arizona there's like entire groups of white people that are just like we gonna go kill some military people we don't give mm-hmm. a fuck mm-hmm. so like to me it made sense that maybe some people was like i don't trust you i'm not going with you and in the military will end up in a shootout or end up killing yeah. some people yeah mm-hmm. so they had squatters and travis goes i thought this area was evacuated said it was these people are hold out some people don't trust the government imagine that
2: mm.
0: right
1: which you know kind of a, another shot from warriors to travis because travis is on this entire trip because he doesn't trust the government yeah exactly deal. uh so this and you know it's still early in the zombie apocalypse because the, even the military hasn't learned to leave well enough alone right if, right <laughs> if the zombies are in the building then it's not a it's not an emergency just keep driving and go somewhere
0: what, else Like, what are you gonna do are you you just have to go in there and kill yeah. all of them like don't you know how this works
3: right right, and you have no idea how many people are in this you building. don't know how
0: many exactly
3: they could right. be everywhere they could be on every floor you have no idea and they've been up for 50 hours right so they're not alert that was my whole point they're not alert they're not out there they are tired they're exhausted mistakes happen
1: guys have been right. hitting, guys have been hitting the face for trying to leave yeah castro has a picture of his family on the front seat mm-hmm. so they go in this building four men walk in Three men come out, and Moyers is not one of them. So, nope. we'll, mm-hmm. and they
0: knew they knew exactly to leave his ass too.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I they they that. run up in there, um, and uh, we'll get to the part where they come out in a second. Uh, Daniel is back to torturing, stuck in a on with you partying, just getting it, and uh, he gives another one of those stories.
2: Mm-hmm. Say he was a
1: kid and uh he got put in a room uh with another man and in that room was a chair and they had to put one man in the chair and the other man gets the blade he said the man with the blade and the man in the chair they're not different mm-hmm. they're both victims of this shit and he said they bring me in they give me a choice which man will i be and andy goes please stop and he says uh <laughs> this word what is this word i heard it a lot of times
2: Mm -hmm. on
1: your uh radio today what is cobalt and (laughs) that was when andy like quiets down like he's like Mm -hmm. he's like even with all this torture i don't that's the one thing i don't want to tell you and i'm like damn daniel be knowing like he he didn't even know what the question would be it took hours of hearing cobalt on the radio to even mm-hmm. know to ask about Cobalt, he was just torturing the past some time in the meantime. Mm. Yep. He's so good, man. He's like, so good. Oh. Like, I I already know I would have been on there, like, no, don't do it. And then when he told me what happened, i like, you was right. My bad, dog.
0: Ah. And it's, the, it's those, like, calm dudes, those calm killers that are the most scary because you, yeah. you can't read them, you don't know. You you just don't know what which way they're gonna go. What, are they have they flipped out already? Is this right. just the beginning? Like is there more?
1: Right. And he basically told uh, uh Adams that I like this torture I've been doing is the light work. Ooh. He was like the outer oh the outer layers of your skin have less nerves. Ugh. The deeper I go, the more sensitive. You need a steady hand, and then he holds his hand up Ugh. and it's steady as fuck. And Adam's looking like, come on, man. This is some bullshit.
0: Sal's uh, all ready to be there all night. All right.
3: night. He's like, I, I ain't got, got nothing but time. Nothing mm-hmm. to do. I
1: don't, my barbershop is burnt down.
3: It's, it's gone, yep. Uh, no customers. You the only one in here today. So
1: yep. uh Chris is laying on top of a car in the middle of the street. Alicia comes up on a bike, tells him, you don't have respect for other people's property. They make some jokes. Uh She asks, does he want to talk about it? Because he's obviously you know hurt
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: and uh which is cool because i didn't know before when she elbowed him in the nose if that was like right. they have issues in the past or if something or yeah, yeah, yeah. she was just freaking out and it's, she must have just been freaking out I, yeah, I mm-hmm. she, which is understandable i mean if she if, didn't know who he was yeah if a zombie got your leg and somebody come up and grab you even if it's to help you you probably gonna freak the fuck out okay yeah yeah
0: she did give him a good pop in the Woo! nose
1: he thought he broke it mm-hmm. uh so she uh was like hop on and i got something to show you And so they get ready to go ride off on the bike um and then they go to a, a mansion and he's like whose house is this she's like i don't know rich people's you know last one's in first one's out um uh, and they start trying on clothes and he's playing with like a remote control that house was beautiful helicopter mm-hmm. uh she's playing dress up she's got makeup and jewelry mm-hmm. on and uh chris while playing with the helicopter gets to go back up the stairs and he sees she's in a dress with her back kind of out and she's looking at herself in the mirror you know young woman coming into her her own age or whatever Mm -hmm. very pretty in in this situation and he looks at her like
0: right there's this weird moment like
1: yeah like i feel like his balls dropped at that moment (laughs) <laughs> like that was the moment that he was like, I like girls, you know. Yeah, it, it happens to all of us. All of us have that <laughs> moment. All of us. Well, you like, you know what? I think I'm into this boo thing. I think that's what I'm on. <laughs> think
3: that's what you like. I think that's
1: what I'm gonna roll with. I didn't know that I was. Oh, I, Transformers old no appeal to me anymore. Yeah. like you know, some later than others. You know, <laughs> I played with Transformers for a long time. But um, so <laughs> but he he immediately was like, I don't like remote control cars, and then went back downstairs. Yeah, and um, Alicia
0: held that gaze for a minute. She, she said, you, "I see you looking at me. I'm looking at you too."
1: Yeah, they mm-hmm. shared a little moment, and I, you know, I was thinking like, you know, Matt only been dead for ten days, and
2: <laughs> you <laughs> did tattoo
1: Matt. his name, tattoo that little thing on your arm, like, uh, you know, but maybe in the zombie apocalypse, like grieving is fast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Uh, she was like, "He ain't coming back."
1: <laughs> so um nick is uh detoxing so hard that when the soldiers go around to do the checks of everyone's temperature of mm-hmm. course uh suit dude passes with a with a perfect temperature and mm-hmm. nick because he's detoxing he has a raised elevated temperature and they're like take this one out of the cage and suit dude was like hold up hold up let me talk to the soldier in charge hey did you like that transaction we did earlier and the soldier has a nice shiny watch on he's like mm-hmm. yeah he's like i'll I take it, it was to your satisfaction well uh let's make another transaction and he gives him one one expensive cuff link
3: I think it was diamonds yeah mm-hmm. and
1: he's like you know he's like well i want the other one where's the other one he's like uh in vegas i think lost it in a game he's like nope i want both of them or the boy goes and he's like all right here's the other one mm-hmm. and then he's like put the boy back in he's like if he turns uh it's on you
3: right because he basically was like you can't get out yeah yeah and i was like yo he
1: really think the soldier think is coming back to regular world too because you know he's selling out for cufflinks and watches like- yeah
0: exactly taking these cufflinks to- <laughs> like what are you gonna do when you're running from zombies they don't care about that watch, right
1: you can't bribe the zombies like yeah, going go to the body system right mm. um so um the soldiers um that travis was with finally leave the building without Moyers. they throw a grenade back into the building uh and get into the car and then travis is like hey man uh, where's Moyers? and uh the black dude goes he ain't coming and he says uh but he promised to help me see you know my family and he was like yeah uh that's not happening we'll drop mm-hmm. you off on the way out of town
2: yep.
1: and uh I and uh castro turner said i got a new mission operation get my ass back to san diego San Diego.
0: yeah
1: i said man bye and travis was just looking like well i guess i'm not gonna make that trip
3: no hmm. you're not what do you think happened to dude you think he got he went in guns gun so i got think they,
1: i think they killed him
3: i yeah. think i think because yeah, they yeah yeah
1: Yeah. like i think like i wouldn't be shocked if either they let him they set him up to get killed by the zombie oh yeah
0: okay yeah
1: i wouldn't be surprised they pulled it that way Um, just in general, with the whole like, hey, y'all called us something in or whatever, okay. okay. Or the Mm. the next time we go on one of these things, we just gonna let this motherfucker die, or if they you they
0: can go home,
1: right? Or they could have just shot him in the back of the head and been like, all right, man, let's just get the fuck out of here. Now Mm. there were zombies in there, so I don't think it was as like maybe. Either way, man, he needed to go. I just, yeah, I get it. Did.
3: Yeah, they was like, we tired of you. Niggas was and ready glad to go home. you did.
1: Everybody was yeah. ready to go home. He was like that dude at every conference call meeting that be like, I got one more question. And everybody's like,
3: oh, oh, yeah. oh come right. on. It's four <laughs> thirty. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question about overtime. You was like, God. ask this afterwards.
1: <laughs> I don't have a life and my kids don't, don't go to school. I, right. I want to, I want to ask more questions um so you know he was pulling that move so they let him die man and uh good riddance dog he was a douche Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was a dick oh so i'm glad he's dead um so maddie had one job the whole show which was to to keep ophelia out of the basement Mm
2: -hmm. she
1: walks in the trans house ophelia is leaving the basement which means she was in the basement and she's distraught and maddie's like what's what happened what happened oh and she knows right away Mm -hmm. and then a couple minutes uh, a couple seconds later uh uh, daniel comes up with a bowl of blood
3: a bowl of blood yes he bought that shit up there like a freshly chopped caesar salad (laughs) you know our favorite
1: like she found out that her dad was basically vlad the impaler you Mm -hmm. know right there Ah! And, yeah. and my favorite part about this is Daniel is the kind of dude that brings a torture kit with his own neat little wrap and everything mm-hmm. and balls, you know, probably balls, the trans one of their bowls for blood, mm-hmm. but he's not above cleaning it.
0: Mm-mm. He, but he cleaned it. He, he's so respectful. He so
3: cleaned respectful. it. And washed it and so
0: everything. Respectful. Even you, though that he know they ain't coming home.
1: Right. But still, didn't use the dishwasher hand cleaned Mm -hmm. it good ocd clean like i saw him scrubbing Mm -hmm. getting in there Mm -hmm. you could you could eat cheerios out of that blood bowl now thank Mm -hmm. you daniel you can come stay in my house anytime i need someone tortured um (laughs) Ah. and then he goes into a story (laughs) like he do he said she, she was nine years old when she first asked me about the war uh i told her everything except which man was me uh now the thing that's funny about that is maddie doesn't know the story about uh his torturing right. uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but it don't matter i think she got the point uh, mm-hmm. and then like in my favorite part of this scene because he's also such a great actor he's at the verge of tears Like despite what he did to this man, yeah, the fact that his daughter had is now privy to the monster he can be brought him. Yeah, it was like the he was the real victim, quote unquote, in this shit because he was now like my daughter know that I ain't shit sometimes.
0: Because this, this, their, this was their new life. They ran away from something, and the barbershop. This was right. their new life. And when Griselda said, "Girl, you need to listen to your daddy because you don't know what, what he done got us through." Well, we done been so, through, girl. Right. So this was their new life. He He wasn't that guy. He wasn't that guy anymore. And now he is that guy. And his daughter has seen him be that guy.
1: Oh my god! It was so powerful. Because he his voice cracked a little bit. Yeah. He's like, do you think she will understand? that it was necessary to survive then and that it was necessary again and then started cleaning that bowl yeah i was
3: like he done fuck some shit up because when they was there and she was like we need to go and her mom was like uh girl we done seen some shit Mm -hmm. your daddy got this Right. (laughs) right and you
1: know i could tell that he learned a lot of this from cutting hair in the hood too because he took his torture utensils to put them in that blue juice to get him clean you go. yes mm-hmm. he did <laughs> that would have been
2: god, mm-hmm. that would have been
1: too much if they would had the blue juice in there ah! i would have lost my mind dog I'm, I'm probably the rest of my tweets would have all been unintelligible letters the <laughs> uh, so then cut back to the to the hospital and one thing i did but wait, but wait, oh yeah wait mm-hmm. while
0: he's crying like oh my god i'm such a horrible person maddie's like so did you get the info oh, or not like, yes
1: yes great point
0: Forget all this. Okay. Did you get the information?
1: Maddie was yeah. hurt oh, for a second. Wanted. She was hurt for one second. She's like, Oh, that is really a shame what happened to you and your daughter. Anyway,
3: <laughs> I didn't ask no questions about what you did. All I want to know is do you know about my son? Right.
1: Um so uh Exnor seemed pretty uh Doctor Exnor seemed pretty honest with Liza. Um mm-hmm despite us knowing that she's capable of lying she pretty much has shot the shit straight with liza Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because you know like we know that she lied to daniel we know that she lied to nick right in their face very cold and calculating but then she really did pull this like what i gotta do to get you to trust me it's
3: like nigga you a liar true true but 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 um i not that it makes sense i guess she's like those are civilians i will tell them whatever it takes but i got to trust you because i got to trust you with my life like we, we I need
0: your help right. I, need, I need your help so
3: I, I can't have you just trusting me and we out here in the field doing shit together of
1: course of course it's not productive but i'm just saying it's for a reason that she don't trust it. it's not like right it's, it's not like lies right. just being mean like she no, like no, nigga, no, no. you lie i know no. you lie no. um mm-hmm. so uh let's see uh yeah so they had that now i kept wondering does she know about cobalt because I, I think you know she's a doctor but i don't think she works for the military necessarily no, she don't she right. may or may
3: not know it might be something where hey she might be on a list of people they be like fuck it she don't know
1: right uh alicia and chris fuck up that house i i would get more to um how they fucked it up and shit but the details don't really matter that much they was like yeah. playing piano and dressing up what did matter to me in this scene was and it made perfect sense i feel like young people would be the first people to be like oh it's a rat for society Mm-hmm. like them fucking up that house pretty much signified that it was like yeah this is never it's
0: over it's over yeah we yeah. know these people ain't never coming back we ain't gonna get in trouble we ain't gonna get in trouble for uh breaking this china it's right. people dying they ain't, they don't care about this china we can fuck this whole house up
3: they was drinking wine yes yeah they were like because it don't matter yeah and which which made sense because
1: in contrast travis is holding on to any little piece of society he can think about like it's gonna come back it's gonna if 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 we can just do this it'll come back if we can just ride it out it'll come back and it seems like like the older you are the more routine the more stuff you've seen like your life has been less uh has been less of the zombie apocalypse than other people right so right so like to you 15 days of not things not being right doesn't equal
3: society's over cuz you've been around for decades right to it and i t-
0: think they also know that that this life as they knew it, is never coming back because they've seen their parents fall apart.
3: Right, right. Yes.
0: She saw her, bro- when the army came in, she looked at her brother and told him to run. Run, yes. I don't know what is going to happen to you. I need you to run. And they took him anyway. Yeah. She saw her mama crying, damn near beating up the army, trying to get her son. Chris saw his mama leave.
1: hmm
0: He don't know where she at. He don't respect Travis. So it's like, it's fucked
1: uh, absolutely man they are like that and it makes sense to me that they that, that kids would be uh you know same thing with like carl you know like carl, yeah. carl just killed that dude yeah in the woods that time because he was yeah. like i've seen too much fucked up shit man i'm sorry yeah you know but take the, these take are my the breaks gun.
0: these are the breaks yeah. you did
1: <laughs> you like take my gun if you want to but i saved herschel
0: life today yeah Herschel's- and he knew he wasn't gonna get in trouble like it, that, that and that's a weird thing for kids because right. you, you want to keep them in a child's place but in this world there is no difference like you might need your son to shoot somebody to save your life like Mm -hmm. and they know that so that's (laughs) that, that's <laughs> they one know, the, they know it's
1: bad that's one of the cool things about all these kids being old uh any of yeah. them any of them can die like i feel like mm-hmm. any of them with with the walking dead like you can't just kill a little baby man no, no. even no. sophia no
0: even sophia bro. i've never seen anything like that in my life it's right bro i was like i could not believe they and she wasn't a baby but she was still she Young. wasn't a teenager yet so mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> um and they didn't even show it. They just showed that she mm-hmm. got killed as a zombie. They didn't even show what happened to her. She just showed up yep. as a zombie.
0: So, remember they shot Carl when he was, like, nine or yep. eight or something? Mm-hmm. That show was crazy.
1: Yeah. I think they opened up episode one with him shooting, like, a a cheerleader little zombie girl or some shit. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. In black and white. I remember being like, oh, this show's, oh, this is for real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Like, they don't play on this show. They
0: don't play.
1: Um. All right. So, uh Travis comes home. uh, Walking through zombie-filled streets of uh L.A., I guess, mm-hmm. to get
3: all the way back home. Didn't like, even like his bus broke down. And he was like, "Fuck it, I gotta walk." Didn't even have a sweat going. Didn't nope. even
1: have a sweat. He was strolling. He was strolling, and he on saw the outside of the fence. He saw Liza crying, and he immediately knew something was up. Mm-hmm. That's
3: right, because you're just sitting outside. I mean, not Liza. I'm Ophelia, sorry, Affilia. Ophelia, Ophelia. Ophelia. You're right?
1: Saw Ophelia crying. He knew something was up and he was like it's time to go regulate
2: <laughs>
1: he was fed up <laughs> the i had milit- to walk to get him. everybody been disrespecting him all day all day like he hit his limit man <laughs> it's like he said god damn that's enough
2: <laughs> <laughs> torturing people
1: in the trans houses some bullshit so he walked up in there and maddie was sitting at the kitchen table and he said did you know what he was gonna do didn't even no preface nothing Mm -mm, just mm -mm. did you know and she tried to keep it kind of like hey i'm glad
0: you're okay
1: yeah how was work and he was like Like, nope nope. Mm -mm. runs downstairs uh and then they cut to salazar and andy downstairs right before travis bust in and he Mm -hmm. told and now (laughs) now andy's telling him a story Mm-hmm. Adams is like, we locked him in the arena, two thousand people. I never seen anybody change, uh, change that fast. We changed the doors. That's what I did. And are like pats him on the shoulder. like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all friends now. Like, he doesn't torture. So
0: good. He's he's a good and a bad cop, all in right.
1: one. He tortured that fool into being his like. This is my psychiatrist now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I needed this torture. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I, I feel like i have a better relationship with my mom now because mm-hmm. i'm a better person um and what i liked about this scene though is uh i asked like early in the show if they would take cues from katrina it did remind me of the superdome and how people treated mm-hmm. that situation where right? yeah. they saw everybody in as like less than human for need mm-hmm. help people were spreading lies everyone was just believing it um these people all needed help and it felt like the government and everybody was just abandoning them right Mm -hmm. um and it made me feel like yo this country's not above like if they could have got away with chaining the doors because nobody was coming to help they would have they would have just chained the people in there yeah they would have yeah so it it felt like they were taking cues from that so um he said so then travis comes in and is like tries to untie him of course and i love that danny dan, dan daniel and madison are so cool at this point that they're just mm-hmm. like they're like okay we knew you would do that um go ahead and ask ask them about cobalt it's mm-hmm. like cobalt was that he said cobalt was a command to evacuate the la basin travis goes when do we leave <laughs> oh travis
0: <laughs> he's just mm. to the very end to the very he is mm. like holding on with like oh my god do, he will not I, let it go do i
3: need to go get my bags oh he is the best oh he got uh,
1: he can have his own show i can watch a whole show just uh, to him being like what yeah what? what's happening where are we going it's episode <laughs>
0: 73 why are you still saying that right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we want your food what are you gonna do with it <laughs> right <laughs> what oh uh, so travis was like um uh, when we leaving he said not you just us uh and then madison said um at dawn or something like that is when they're leaving um which means madison already had heard this confession and everything before yeah. so I, so i made me think madison was sitting upstairs at the kitchen waiting for travis to get home anyway right she was just there to to slow his roll downstairs Mm -hmm. to be like all right now think about this okay um and then of course even if they leave at dawn apparently the humane way that they're going to dispose of all the other people that are in the hospital and the undesirables that are in this basement area is in a humane way at 0900 tomorrow so if i'm assuming you know obviously dawn is gonna happen earlier than that so maybe there'll be a window between when the military leaves to when this moment that they kill everybody this device or whatever mm. goes off so maybe they'll have time to so save people a bomb or,
3: I don't he just said
1: humane way now who oh. knows what that means
0: gas i mean it would have to be something like that gas or a bomb to be able to kill everybody mm-hmm. at the same time i mean that was a big building so right right yeah
1: uh so we cut back the suit dude in there with nick mm-hmm. and nick goes why did you save me and he says no i obligated you it's different mm. the game has changed we return to the old rules and the people with their grande lattes and their frequent fly miles are about to become the buffet and that's when i realized his former occupation had to be spoken word for probably that must have been what he
3: was oh you know you, you know what i think he did i think he was like a mixtape seller or he was the <laughs> dude that would like open up his jacket and and you have like watches and cha- right. i really think he was that dude he's a hustler right
1: he says uh nick goes i'm an addict he said no you're a heroin addict that's the gold standard don't sell yourself short
3: oh like, be, ah. believe in yourself you can right he was like i've seen this before no and I they're
0: both they're both hustlers that 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 makes sense he could see it in nick's eyes nick didn't right. even have to tell him he was an addict or, he already knew
3: mm-hmm. like
0: you're gonna be working we're gonna be working together
1: <laughs> i want to see that i mm-hmm. they need to put like a youtube miniseries together uh their just adventures. the two of them Oh uh, so he said the soldiers are leaving i'm gonna require a man with your talents when i make my move i love that's like everybody else fell in love with this dude instantly this yeah. is when I fell in love with him. He knows crackheads got talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can do it, everything. Right. He be
0: like Bilbo. He can do everything.
1: He didn't even say which talents. There was no conversation that took place. He was He's just like, like,
3: I know you'll make it happen. You will make the
1: crackhead maneuvers happen, dog. I, and, he, and then he pulled out a key. And I was like, yo, man, this dude is a beast. I don't know if he bought it to get that key. Maybe that's what the watch was for right team, you know and the information that the military was leaving i don't know but uh either yeah, way yeah that's
0: what made me wonder does he know about cobalt does he know that they're about to leave
1: yeah because he did so say he the, soldiers, the soldiers are leaving yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: or he might have heard them talking about it yeah and yeah. i think if he didn't do it i think he picked it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he pickpocketed a soldier for that maybe he might be that smooth right maybe i don't know
1: chris realizes the military isn't patrolling anymore because uh him and alicia are ready to head home in the middle of the night yeah and the military just drives on by
3: don't even look down and
1: she was like watch out the military's like oh they're not patrolling they just leaving
3: right
1: so now they now they can go anywhere they want we'll see how people like that uh right <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody would be interesting everybody
0: wanted to get out now now you don't have no protection so
1: right bye uh and so this now this is might be my favorite scene in the movie uh, i mean of the week griselda was on her deathbed mm-hmm. and she gave a speech in spanish
3: mm-hmm. yeah she got real Oh my gosh. powerful yes it was Ooh, i don't even
1: speak spanish but i do read subtitles mm-hmm. and uh it was pretty pretty powerful man she um i wrote it down she said um uh, i came to you as a girl poor and stupid i promised myself to you i did not know any better now why does this happen liza and exnor and another nurse are like working on her stuff around her and like they're talking about like she's maybe she's having some sort of delusions or mm-hmm. something but she said I, her
0: brain was swelling or something
1: mm-hmm. uh i think i don't think it was swelling Me i think either. she was selling the truth
2: Mm -hmm.
0: she said
1: i promised myself to you because i was young and did not know your nature i saw the devil's face it is the same as yours Mm -hmm. he showed me his face it's yours all those nights my husband and i together waiting for them to break down the door the faces of the disappeared waiting to curse us with their torches their rope i did what i did i loved who i loved what did you want me to do so, take my flesh piece by piece, if that's my penance, do it now. I will not ask why I will not ask why now I know your nature, now you know mine, and
3: then she died. You know what? and it wouldn't surprise me if she was fucking people up with her husband. You think that's what it was i i really I think that
1: like, I have no idea who she was talking. About. I feel like she gave her soul to a demon to get out of to get out of uh that's what
0: what, it it was really dark it was really dark and really deep and a lot of devil and demon talking and and all of that so it was really
1: it was really deep yeah man it felt like you know she promised her soul to something and was like look if you just get me out of here okay yeah yeah i will do whatever it takes and i don't care that the man i love is a monster i i love him and uh it's gonna be all right uh i'll pay the price whenever i have to
0: and she was making her peace with it she was yep. making her peace with it she knew she was on her way out
1: and that's when exnor was like oh yeah her brain's probably swelling i was like nah she never been more woke bruh and mm-hmm. and
3: uh, well, uh, what, uh, whatchamacallit tried to play it off cause she was like, I don't understand. I was like, you understand what this woman is saying. Yeah, she
0: heard every word she was but saying.
3: But she was like, I'm just not going to translate it.
1: I think that's why she put that cow prod, that cow thing to her head cause she was like, oh, you, you made your piece. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> like you, whatever you went through was some hell. Let me just keep you from being a zombie.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah
1: because liza was the one who you know delivered the killing blow with the, the the cattle uh yeah
3: bolt. yeah because at first she didn't want to do it and she was like you have to because they like I said they've been dealing with this for a long time like they always come back like it's not an option she gonna come back dog mm-hmm. right
1: so liza's got some good information from working up there mm-hmm. yeah uh and uh karen you were absolutely right like not i mean not that i haven't said this for the last two weeks but i'll say it three weeks now uh they did have to take liza's foot uh because she had, the, she had mm-hmm. yeah she had the sugars yep looked ah! little too much <laughs> little too much soul food <laughs> now they had to take a foot though because uh she had what was it carrying sepsis or some mm-hmm. shit i don't know whatever it was she had it and you were absolutely right
0: yeah
1: um and daniel goes to the arena that the soldier was talking about to verify the story and the arena doors are about to burst with zombies
0: yes um, they are
1: and it ends and all i could think was he's gonna be so pissed when he hears about griselda
0: he's gonna be so he's gonna be so pissed off Woo. and I, I really worry for liza too i really do oh
3: oh yeah yeah it's, it's it's not gonna be pretty because at first when i seen it i was like is he gonna open up them doors because you know he carried oh. a, a tool set you in know his know back what, pocket though?
1: you know what i was thinking though would hmm. what if he had used the the two the zombies as a distraction for the military? So oh, he might
3: like, to, oh, to go to go rescue her. Yeah,
1: her? yeah, he, he
3: might do that for the. Who territory. knows? They, they trying to leave. He was like, "Oh, ain't nobody leaving."
1: Who knows what that man is capable of? Man, he crazy. He ain't no joke, right? And his
3: wife died. Uh,
1: and for the, for the first time for this show, we actually got some emails in, guys. People want to talk about it. All right. Lauren writes in fear the walking dead one Salazar remains the best character you cannot take your eyes off of him on the screen mm-hmm, he is good man he is he good. Is. It's between him and Nick for me uh, oh wait same same
0: same wait I like I, Chris too I, I do like Chris too
1: i gotta i gotta add travis in there but for the i like for the for no not opposite reasons not for the reasons you guys think he's like the reasons y'all hate him are the reasons that i'm like he's some good tv damn you yeah. do ah, some good tv oh he's some good tv man oh nobody makes the exact opposite decision the way travis does it's every so single
0: time
1: oh i'm telling you guys if, if walking dead was a comedy oh it would be he <laughs> would be the damn mvp <laughs> uh (laughs) number two maddie is ready for that apocalypse even if she never knew it she took out principal obama with a fire extinguisher and travis can't even take out a stranger with a video game gun (laughs)
0: and she's always like been kind of she's always had this little connection with daniel too Mm -hmm. because even if you remember when daniel was showing chris how to do the gun maddie was Mm kind of like you know let him do it and uh yeah they they have this connection and even when she left and went outside the gate she came back and daniel was like tell me what you saw
1: Yep. number three and the deal with principal obama is why i think maddie was so extra mad with nick at the end of last episode you have no idea i had to beat a man's brain in for those drugs you have no idea Mm
2: -hmm.
0: she's
1: on the way to not thinking of the infected as people but she's not there yet not like the main walking dead crew yeah yeah i agree yeah. Nah, that's a good point i didn't think about that but you're right he had no idea what she did to get them drugs
2: mm-hmm.
1: number four always bet on black would sell <laughs> that, that's that dude's name she called that dude always, always bet on black, black. that's would, perfect <laughs> would sell nick's ass for a stick of beef jerky and nick would stay with him anyway he needs <laughs> a strong hand on his shoulder looking Aww. forward to the recap thanks lauren uh, <laughs> adrian writes in uh episode five fear the walking dead discussion hi rod and karen per your recommendation on the feedback episode i'm emailing you beforehand for the fear the walking dead recap episode before you record although many of my comments tend to be in response to things you point out during the recap this is Faye rose uh by the way i use she slash her pronouns thanks for your consideration oh yeah because i did not know her uh gender and Faye rose is like a non-gender
3: specific name specific
1: name so i was right. just like he or her she i know that shit sounded awkward but whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> i didn't want to piss somebody off, right? right uh, i'll start off with the mad couple. i was wrong last week clearly the military had dug just like military guy said one reason i feel the military is acting nefarious is because in the walking dead we've never run into a working military outlet right they are all full of zombies to me that means that the military didn't get it right yeah, yeah low-key like i said i think we watched the dissolving of the military because mm-hmm. yeah all, we
0: did we yeah. did for sure
1: all those dudes were not going to wherever the meeting place was they were like i'm going mm-hmm. home
0: i'm going home to get my family yeah. right
3: when they turn around and, and 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 look back half of them dudes gonna hit them trucks and leave yep. ne- next lying doctor is lying did
1: nick look okay to you although she is keeping liza from seeing people she wants to see which again seems not okay Mm. I'm with Maddie. Daniel's plan is absurd and way over the top, even in the zombie apocalypse. But no, I wouldn't have a better plan. I'd probably be with Travis on the talking, which also isn't going to work. Daniel is right. I don't think people who go out on trucks come back. How mm-hmm. do you? How do you right. ever degrade from high risk, Griselda? doesn't have a foot now she can't run from zombies and obviously by the end we know she didn't make a recovery anyway how long does it take to re- recover from heroin i thought it was a out of months not days that's a good point
3: hmm. yeah we don't know if he was coming he's detoxing so right. yeah
1: where did daniel get his tools it looks like his barber kit. <laughs> he must hmm. always be prepared to do a cut at any time that's right <laughs> I was gonna get this five dollars. Cut hair and And hood. Yeah,
0: now, and now, learning more about him, I don't believe for a second that he ran out of that barbershop without grabbing something because he mm-hmm. already knew he was gonna have to do do some damage. Yep,
1: he mm-hmm. got his do dirt bag. I'm
0: like, yep, I do, do dirt, dirt
3: bag. And I think wasn't that the same kid that uh, uh what you would call it, son had his hands on? He said it might have been. He said he said, said put that down. Right. He looked at him like, nigga, you had mm-hmm. right, to like, put, mm-hmm. right, like, put, mm-hmm. right, like, put my shit down. You know what? You right. I think that's the same yep, rolling kid. He had that razor. Right he pulled that kid out "Mm here that's That's my killing kit right stay off my do dirt
1: kit boy is it me or did the military ammo uh to take out one zombie seem a little excessive travis is getting to be more and more like herschel he's the family caretaker he takes care of the folks in his community and he isn't up for killing zombies travis has a long way to go to get to the status of herschel in my eye in the eyes of the viewers so that his depth is that much more poignant yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well my thing for herschel man is um in the in the walking dead i want to say season two, two.
3: yeah that's mm-hmm. when they came in season one two. of my
1: favorite episodes is when they basically have like the 12 angry man like debate over what to do with this guy they captured yeah and herschel is pleading for his life and like i don't even think a zombie gets killed in this whole episode Mm-mm. but it was just so dramatic and he was killing it because like that was the first time i really had an understanding of like oh you know what i'm tripping as a viewer you shouldn't just be killing motherfuckers for Mm -hmm. like that should be a leap in your mind it should take a it it should take something to get to that you shouldn't go from i was on the farm with my family eating eating you know drinking milk and killing chickens and and eating corn and shit to some strangers show up and now we killing people
3: like it should be a leap because his thing was like humanity like y'all like you still have to have some form of humanity
1: Right, and he knew right. that the group would lose like that was their last chance, like listen, if we kill a person that didn't do shit to us, we this literally is the last thing, like no more humanity for us, we will become the bad people, so right,
0: and I think herschel i I think a bigger a big difference between Herschel and Travis, too is that. Herschel was the patriarch, right? So right. everyone else were, lo- they were looking up to him and they had the same point of view that he did. Mm-hmm. Like these are still humans, you know, we gotta pray for them, a cure is gonna come. Whereas Travis, he's kinda the only one right now in the family that's still holding on to this world that just does not exist anymore. Yeah, Everybody right. else is like, really? Really? Yeah. After everything you saying
1: still yes travis needs a moment that's yeah. what travis needs an episode like that to justify yeah. all this bullshit he's putting the audience through because if not you
3: just grow to hate the character because right. you're, yeah. ju- you're just like oh my god here you go spoiling everything again yes yeah, something's gonna happen to cause him to have to come forth with why he feels like this because
0: yeah. going forward his bad decision making is bringing danger is going to bring more danger on his family exactly. because now that the military is going now that they are falling apart it's really going to come down to you and the decisions that you make
1: exactly uh let's see um good to see <clears throat> good to see triage on incoming and that bite marks do something else they their way to create traumatic brain injury is unique not noisy at least uh oh yeah the uh cow Boat thing,
3: yeah, and they and Mm -hmm. they probably came up with that. It was like, look, this is the least humane, like the like the most humane. I mean, that's what I meant. The most humane way we can do it. Cause we kinda, of, we're still in the hospital. We can't be busting people upside the head, have blood yeah. shattering everywhere. Yeah, Cause true. people
0: are gonna be hearing it. You got other, you know, patients there who are not <laughs> dead yet. They already like, <laughs> I don't even wanna be here. Now they hearing gunshots. Right. Like, Ca-
3: causing <laughs> panic. Right, I'm up, I'm yeah. up. I'm up. Like someone's in the other room. Right, like, I- I'm right. okay. I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> no problem here. Nah, I don't want your
1: ibuprofen. <laughs> I don't even really need a leg. Um. <laughs> ah, I cut off myself. The closer, uh, is certainly intriguing oh wait hold on i like the tactic of sending different place characters off to places so that we can see what's going on in different spots such as lies at the treatment center travis and impromptu ride along and nick in the locked up quarter of course yeah the closer is the closer is getting it's certainly intriguing it, i'm not sad to see doug go but it seems good that he kept nick from going to the basement the soldiers have a healthy dose of anxiety about the clinic they know what's going on there and they want no part of it every scene with the closer i love Mm -hmm. maddie is so practical all she asked is did the torture work you can see her deciding whether to lie or not to travis when he asked if she knew uh i really think she not only did she know he would ask that but she was just like i'm gonna just talk him down
0: Mm -hmm. and it worked
1: she knew yeah like i know my man Mm -hmm. two points of disbelief one did they say the clinic area was a community college don't i don't for a minute believe they cleared a community college schools of all levels are festering infection dishes colleges Aww. are no different than elementary school in that regard i think it would have been overwhelmingly full of infected um you mean zombies
3: uh i don't know school probably was out you know right because uh-huh. everybody released because like prior to that they like they sent everybody home and if they would have established it
1: at the beginning like they said right. nine days ago i mean it could have been Clear. relatively cleared of people by that time i guess if that's what you mean if you just mean yes, like yes. infection as far as like it's uh a, a dirty nasty the place, germs and stuff then i mean w- you know what is it like uh you beggars can't be choosers at that point you that's, just gotta go where you can
3: that's true and the nine days is how long they've taken that area over nine days might not be how long they've done right. all the 12 things so right. they may have been there for a while
1: that's true also i mean let's be honest dog you can't go to a hospital where you gonna go right everything yeah. is some gonna be a, a, a hard choice ends
0: up. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: uh number two how far is the arena from the quarantine zone i wouldn't think walking distance and certainly not walking distance at night in a zombie apocalypse who knows
3: um they never established that. yeah i'm
1: assuming daniel drove there because the military was gone by that time so maybe he could just get in the car and go there but i don't know it could be walking distance maybe that's also why it was so foreboding this idea that you know the military are keeping this secret that could just destroy everybody in the town uh easily uh looking forward to your recap as always and now i'm really excited to see the finale we've lost Griselda from the group who do you think will make it to the end hmm. uh i'm gonna go travis nick New black guy. Mhm. Um. Alicia. Mhm. Not Chris. Liza. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Oh, I think maybe Daniel ended up dying or something.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if Daniel's gonna make it. I just have this this because he's already kind of like whatever I got to do to get my wife, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it. And when he finds out that she's gone, I just I don't I don't know. Yeah, and I feel I really
1: like I don't know. I feel like Aphilia'll make it, but yeah. um but not the others. Um oh oh I see your message in here. My bad. Hold on. Um we almost done, I promise. Um you got like five more minutes or No, no.
0: no. We got we okay.
1: got yeah, yeah, All go right. ahead. All right, um let's see. Look for a recap, Oh, do you think they'll end on a cliffhanger other than who's gonna keep going into the apocalypse? Thanks for reading. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll end on Cliffhanger. I don't know which one it'll be, but uh, it would be dope if they ended with the bombing of the city or something like they did in Atlanta, where we know that that city got bombed, but we don't know mm-hmm. when it happened.
3: Right,
0: right.
1: That would be a dope ending. Uh, like I Cause said, then I, it,
0: yeah, because then it's gonna be what now?
1: What, do, what right. do we do now?
0: Where do we go now? Are we safe? Like, what do we do?
1: Yeah, and I would, and I absolutely would love to see a natural disaster but uh that might be asking too much but i you Mm -hmm. know i always want to see how one of these shows will handle like a natural disaster on top of this other stuff Mm because you know life goes wrong in all kinds of ways before you even get zombies uh and last email from emil fear the daniel salazar is called hi guys as always thanks for the great recaps on the episodes they make the show that much more enjoyable this episode made so many things clear it showed us that a lot happened in a nine-day period while travis was thinking life will return to normal the full board zompocalypse was already happening the army and medical staff had procedures in place for threat neutralization and they were stacking walkers at stable center and shit Remember a couple of weeks ago when Rod said that the person that was so woke that they knew how to operate properly in this world would be some kind of sociopath? Mm-hmm. He must have been talking about apparent war criminal Daniel. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, he put Daniel Carver, motherfucker Salazar. <laughs> yes! I know his edge used to be tight. um we know we should have known that he was a perpetrator not a survivor of this civil war do you think cobalt is the airstrike on the cities that we learned about in the other show
3: oh oh man i don't know well, they put like a and the military leaves because they know that they get ready to come and bomb the area maybe
1: yep. yo that would be dope keep the great recaps going we will thank you emil we appreciate mm-hmm. everybody that emailed in uh reagan thank you so much for being on the show with us thank you oh
0: gosh no thank you so much for having me and real quick i do think that i don't know if nick is going to see his family for a while i think Mm. the group is going to be separated for a while
2: yeah i I think he's going to
0: be with black suit dude and they're going to have their own adventures on what they're doing um so i don't know when you know he's going to get back to his family if he ever
1: does yeah well look um i can see that happening and that would be dope and i hope they do go on adventure together because that would be some fun tv mm-hmm. um make sure you guys check out reagan gomez.com please yes. do and yes um,
0: yes yes support her support, man. Her.
1: support surviving. yes uh, donate uh all that great stuff uh we're gonna get into uh karen i'll let you pick ball alert or guess the race to f- we'll end the show with with this next thing
3: Ooh, let's do ball alert since we did guess the ratio. All yesterday. right, so we
1: will do baller alert, and then we're gonna wrap up uh Reagan thank you so much unless you want to stick around for baller alert totally up to you, you know
0: what my kids are like banging on the door but i will be listening to this show to hear baller alert i there know everything else that we said but i do love i do love baller alert so <laughs> i will be watching
1: all right i will wrap it up thank you so much thank you have a good you. night
0: thank you bye guys thank bye. you
1: bye so peace all right man and i close this okay got it yeah all right cool all right, man, um, let's do some baller alert. Where's my music? Yeah. 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 Hey, yo, I'm looking for a five-star team talking about. Homegirl, home like you that's that's out They <laughs> and they yeah, and the and the Gotta go 12 bars. Gucci man got nine cars. We don't call them down no more. Oh now nah, we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's the 645. That's that new M6. Pay a bill, get a help might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is clock. Gucci man's a thug. He, yo man is a See she love me, now she love you, Not now I'm why would love me if you in atlanta call a gucci girl and beat me you can find a five-star hotel you can meet five-star finish it's a five-star and that's a five-star all right here are your choices chat room ballerific relationships should a woman propose if she's ready for marriage number one number two recognize the men who just want sex hmm Number three, Marshawn Lynch, Groupie Sex Tale. Number four, Groupie Tales, Trey Songz before the fame, and number five, Groupie Tales, the game picks his groupies up at Louis Vuitton, at the Louis Vuitton store. Mm. All right, Karen, you tally the votes, and you know what? We will do guest the race after this because Leonard Brothers is here. And he wanted to spread some of his racism around the chat. So uh-huh. we will do guest Race for Lena Brothers. We will do Guess the Race for Leonard Brothers. All right. Yeah. Number three, that would be the Marshawn Lynch groupie sex tale. All right. This is from 2009. So I think this is before the Super Bowls, any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, One big block of text. All right. Ah! One of these. All right. Okay. So it went down like this. I've been around Marshawn for a while. I bumped into him recently. I'm not going to say where, but he was after me, not I, him. Mm, get it straight i am not trying to have backlash for this the dude is a little on the crazy side and so is his fam after talking on the phone for a while he flew me out to buffalo he is kind of a he is such a big kid you wonder if he has any sense at all but during conversations alone i saw that he's only trying to live up to an image he likes to be loud and aggressive and crack hella jokes and the shit never stops that was annoying but I can hang with the boys and was throwing them right back. He usually dates Asian chicks or Mexicans. But he Yo. but he does still mess with the sisters. This experience was different for me. Anyway, here it goes, LOL. We were laying on his in his waterbed. I couldn't believe that shit, LOL. He started to play with my juice box. Oh, shit. Though he was really aggressive with it. It was still getting me wet his body was like damn solid as concrete baby so grabbing it Uh turn turn me the hell on this dude pulls off his boxes and i'm like hell nah this little shit please tell me you're kidding sad face my feelings were hurt but i just kept thinking motion in the ocean i did not suck his pee pee, but i but i should have it would have been easy as hell and probably would have turned his ass out super head hugh i'm that one lol he didn't give me head either so i just knew this would be a second-rate experience first week tried missionary and he did not know how to work his little five inch skinny wonder oh here's the killer this dude kept grabbing cocoa butter oil from his palmers and rubbing it all over himself laughing my ass off talking about Girl, you dealing with a freak. This was like a comedy skit on in living color to me. After pouring at least half the bottle on us, he slid out my puss and was attempting to stick it in my booty. What? I was like, "Uh-uh. What the hell?" But didn't say much else because I was interested in the feeling. Needless to say, my little nasty ass liked it. And that was the ah. first time, and that was the first time I came so hard. Like that at the time, same time as my partner. That part was the shit. Better was. We only fucked what? that, we only fucked that one time because my butt box wasn't right for a couple of days I was there oh i give him a 3.5 out of 5 stars just as much stuff as i liked about him was the same amount i didn't like but it is what it is Marshawn is hella cool but he would have to be one of the homies i can never take him seriously to really mess with him like that now his teammate and roommate ace he can get wiped up tomorrow he was the one he is slightly disrespectful but he means well i just I found out he- recently he has tried to get with hell of my homegirls i think she's hella wrong what can i say we some bad ones but oh, he all of them mm-hmm, bad with two d's but he only succeeded in taking Why me not? down i would do it again i already brought the oil <laughs> oh and do i consider myself a groupie not really i'm just young and having fun there's nothing wrong with that nobody's ever a groupie nobody's a groupie all these groovy tales zero groupies y'all stay blessed and keep the hate on this site I'm to a minimum blessed. stay blessed can stay prayed up y'all stay blessed and keep the hate on this site to a minimum please baby girl has a good thing going on here i was dead at the girl you dealing with a freak nonsense laugh my ass off here's the mm-hmm. commentary uh moving in silence says oh wait hold on this the first place yep uh i was thinking the same thing she can't be over 19 she said i just found out recently he has tried to get with hell of my home girls what can i say we some bad ones but he only succeeded in taking me down and Shelly says no he probably thought they would be just as easy to get as she was she didn't suck his pp but she took it up the ass that was for the lesser of the two evils question mark ah uh and then just me says i was thinking the same damn thing and she's saying she is the easiest of the bunch and then another person replied you forgot butt box right i didn't i didn't see any mention of a condom or do I, did i miss it nyc gal says can somebody please tell me what dead means what dead means slash dance for?" uh just me says i could be wrong you know how when something is so funny we say you're killing me when you say when well when you say you're dead it killed you i think so anyway lol someone please correct me if i'm wrong that was a weird tangent and desiree says at the point at least half the bottle on us He slid out my pussy it was attempted stick it in my booty it was like uh-uh I was like uh-uh what the hell but didn't say much else because I was interested in the feeling needless to say my little nasty ass I liked it and that was the first time I came so hard like that at the same time as my partner then she goes did this nasty trick even use a damn condom disgusting yeah and also she and that nigga nasty again because after he had his thing and her puss he transferred it to her butt are you fucking serious infection is inevitable at that point point. and last i came so hard like that at the same time my partner that line right there sound fake as hell it don't even fit in with the direction of the rest of the story oh random ass line i just can't you got it, I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. It's the remix, uh, and I'm still out here looking for a five-star chick. When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five-star kiss. Just a bunch of born hustlers, she ain't chasing no suckers. mess with real niggas, she ain't never fucked the buses, so your cars and your jury. Shit really don't excite her, and your hatin' assholes in the club gon' fight her. Born in the 8th, up in D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, then she moved to Texas the seat. He ain't a five-star four. Go ahead and face hey, it, fake. Goofy fake. You would sort of gotta make it break it. Alright. Now it is time for now that it's time for some guest to race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest to race. That's That's right, right, it's Guess the the Race race time! time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race! The number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race! And the chat room is racist. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Story number one. A woman has been ruled uh, dead and... Uh, It's considered a homicide.
2: The city medical examiner has ruled the death of a Maryland woman during a botched butt injection at the hands of a quack queen's doctor a homicide, the Daily News has learned. 34-year-old Kelly Mayhew, who worked for BET, drove to the Big Apple with her mom in search of a bigger backside May 30th. She never made it home again. The cause of death is systemic silicone emboli due to cosmetic silicone injections of buttocks. Medical examiner spokeswoman Joyce Bolser told the news. The manner of death is homicide. An initial autopsy had been inconclusive and the doctor, whose name police had not released, fled the scene that day. Soon after, her lawyer was in touch with detectives to arrange a surrender, but that never happened. The NYPD said Wednesday that there were no arrests and the investigation is ongoing.
1: All right, chat room. Guess the race of the victim. Uh, What was her first name? Kelly Mayhew. Kelly Mayhew, 34. Mm -hmm. Uh, And while you do that, let me tell you guys. This show is brought to you by Bevel. First and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Uh, You can get clearer, smoother skin okay everybody loves that you smell good they all the stuff that they put in there smells great it It comes with some really clear instructions and they're like and like it takes you step by step so even if you're a novice okay even if you've never shaved with a razor before this is the time to switch and this is the product to switch to because they have thought of everything it you know it's one of those things i've shaved with a razor before uh but i still read the instructions just because it was new it was a single blade razor i've done the 17 blade versions from the store and stuff but they always cut below the skin I always end up with razor bumps I always end up with all this other stuff and none of those things tell you really how to take care of your skin afterwards bevel tells you how to take care of your skin before during and after the process so that you don't have razor bumps you don't have discomfort no discoloration and you look and smell good all day long so go to getbevel.com use code tbgwt get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t b-e-v-e-l dot com all right let's see what their guesses are in the chat room uh space ape big booty bertha black speaking, speaking of bun she's blacking in the new Whopper bun at burger king Aww. b-e-t equal black tip drill model these people annoy you n underscore g-g-e-r naggers uh blacker blacker uh yet black black yet another misinterpretation of brick house say no to cement black wanted to be on BT uncut black 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 blackity black fell in love with reagan on parenthood black black robert Townsend a superhero in a non-marvel movie black Aww. <laughs> the correct answer is black y'all got it uh- And let me see if I can find a picture to put hers in here. Sometimes, um, the ones from this site don't always act right with the, uh.
3: Okay. Yeah. The way it comes Yeah. Through. You guys
1: can click on it if you want to see it. Uh, like I said, cause it doesn't always work. Uh, if you give me a second. I can search for a picture, but it'll just take a second. Um, I'll see if I can find y'all one of, uh, that ass man dying for a butt injection man i mean it just tells you like the pressure that women feel in our society to hit. conform to these certain standards. standards you know we see this right. all the time on like love and hip-hop i was saying this on the pregame with justin i think maybe you were here too when I we were talking about mimi from um love and hip-hop uh atlanta, atlanta. Mm-hmm. and they got an argument she got in an argument with jocelyn and jocelyn was like that's why you ain't got no ass bitch and i was like i agree with y'all i was like yeah you ain't got no ass and i thought about it for a second I was like no she ain't got no fake ass she got a regular no human more. being what a woman her age should probably like a, a woman who's doing well for herself and taking care of her body and all that shit she got that kind of ass and i'm sitting up here like with my nose
3: turned up like mm, with your no ass ass like that's how that's how society has changed everything. yeah now that's different kinds of asses different shapes of asses but you know there's different between a natural ass and a fake ass
1: yeah but you know what i'm saying it's like right. just this
3: idea that there's something's wrong with right. You, right like she
1: didn't have a big old booty so she's just a worthless human being
3: and and that's it's
1: such a, a real feeling that um it seems like a lot of people are having
3: right and a lot of women feel that that pressure and then it's amazing the pressure uh, all women feel the pressure but the pressure when it comes to that it depends on your culture right. because for a lot of white women an ass is what you don't want like you got to lose like their pressure is to be as small as you well, can be even
1: then now it's starting to switch up a little bit right what well, society is like is the butt the butt the new cleavage you know and all right, this shit so, right when, when but even then it's still another unrealistic standard that says your body's not good enough
3: right when black women get criticized or brown women period get criticized for having big ass like there's something wrong and it's natural ass no butt injections or anything Right. And you get criticized for that. So I feel like all women across all culture lines have some form of a pressure to, to live up to something that's not realistic.
1: Uh, cops. Texas woman charged with unlawful carry after hiding a loaded gun in her vagina. Oh. That's right, Karen. It's Cooch45. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the officer searched a woman after Traffic uh, traffic stop found a fully loaded pistol in her
3: vagina. Fully loaded, damn. Woo. I'm glad her, she didn't do her with her, them keggles with her vagina. Vagina mm-hmm. wasn't strong enough to pull the trigger. Busting shots. She'd have had a hold in that a hold of that uterus. Uh just before eleven PM Central Time,
1: officers saw, stopped a nineteen ninety-eight Toyota Land Cruiser. During the stop, officers said the driver of the vehicle, Gabriel Garcia 30, had two point seven grams of meth under the driver's seat. A further search of the car allegedly uncovered uncovered 29.5 grams of meth and scales in the purse of a female passenger, Ashley Cecilia Castaneda, Castaneda, 31. Uh, During the traffic stop, uh, which occurred about 1,000 feet from an elementary school, they were arrested and charged with possession of meth in a drug-free zone. While Castaneda uh, was being transported to jail, she told the officer she concealed a handgun in her vagina. Officers immediately stopped and a female search the suspect finding a loaded 22 caliber on the ground uh, with a round chamber in her vagina Ooh. the weapon was taken in the F- as uh in the evidence well she must have oh. had the safety on so that means she practices safe sex uh, safety sex
3: oh what did what the hell did they do it at like so they stopped when you pull out on the side of the road i mean what the fuck i mean
1: i don't know you, you go the to the bathroom, bathroom i mean they must she must have maybe in the back of the thing i don't know let's see that's the giveaway okay pussy will have you pistol whip latina <laughs> oh <man. laughs> shoot your shot indeed latina border jumper cholita guess she ain't right White. guess she ain't tight white one who used her back water as lube also stole the gunman and his family up there latina hispanic latina Thinks Pitbull is the best rapper in the game, Latina. Learned to pack everything tight, riding in the car with 10 of her cousins, Conchita. The correct answer is all you racist people are right. She was a Latina woman. Uh, (laughs) All right, bonus round. the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guess the race uh so far everybody's all over the place mostly two for two though let's see uh how we can wrap this bad boy up
3: oh and 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 uh uh, before Mm -hmm. we move on yes could you imagine that the person that had we had to pull that as evidence
1: i know that oh. woman had to go up in them all up in that vagina um a hidden camera made to look like an electrical outlet was found on the bathroom of an oregon church and a priest has been placed on leave for not reporting the incident for nearly a month the archdiocese wow. of portland addressed members of the saint francis church in sherwood oregon in a letter thursday to explain why reverend israel Bean uh was placed on administrative leave uh a camera that was designed to look like an electrical outlet was discovered in a men's restroom in the church rep- oh the men's restroom mm. Mm. wanted to see some penises mm. um uh in in the church and reported to being in late april but the clergyman did not notify the police or of the incident until may 20th the archdiocese said the camera which was attached to the wall with tape is now missing
3: oh somebody we got it
1: right they informed the the, the archdiocese and then suddenly it went missing and he didn't report it it is deeply troubling that well-established church protocols for the protection of parishioners were not followed. the the archbishop alexander sample said in a statement finding a hidden camera in the church restroom should have been cause for prompt and decisive action the camera was placed next to a toilet and did not have a scan disc card in it to record images, Sherwood police said in a statement, and after and it and it, after its discovery the camera was placed in a secure area with limited access access but was still stolen. It's unclear how many people knew about the camera's existence. The police said they have not identified a suspect at this point and are asking for the public's help. Archdiocese CFO Joe Will Wilhite told the Daily News that there is no indication that being was the, was the person who used the camera. He will remain on leave until the investigation is complete, she said. Come on, dog. We know who it was. Dr. Darcy said she waited a month after the incident was reported uh, to for, to police to take action and inform the congregation out of respect for the police department's investigation. Church also hired a firm to conduct a sweep to ensure that no other cameras secretly placed in the facility. Guess the race of Reverend Yisrael Meen. Uh, see, one who uses raccoons to start their cars white the pope's people white he was delivered he wasn't delivered yet white the pope wears white rice and bean eating fence jumper black whiter than a backup quarterback (laughs) whiter than big boy from outcast veneers white as a coke he sniffs off prostitutes conquistador white the correct answer is uh karen what race is this man
3: D- that man's like Asian dis- unless I'm going crazy nah I don't think
1: you're going crazy at all Karen says Asian so you guys all miss this one
3: yeah cause the pictures you showed that's how he looks.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait louder <laughs> uh, I, I mean I'm in the go. back,
3: y'all, so I can only see. Besides. No, Karen, you had a final
1: say so on these issues, and we've all conceded that to you. So everybody misses it, and <laughs> uh, that's just what it is. and If they mad Not about bad, it, bad, y'all. They no, no, don't don't ever apologize. If they, they mad about it, they have to listen to another show. <laughs> That's how you end up going dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Police are hunting a man who threatened a Belfast dole staff over a phone with a sword. Oh. Police are uh the PSNI has warned people not to approach him if they spot on the man age twenty nine wearing a red hoodie and red beanie hat at the time. He was visiting a city center city center benefits office last Friday, discuss his claim, an interview, which it is understood was conducted perfectly amicably but yesterday morning the man telephoned the social security office and made threats against office staff uh, at one point mentioning a samurai sword the police declined to reveal the man's identity or which office had been threatened it instead issued a warning via social media asking the public to report any sightings of the man with the 999 emergency service police also warned members of the public not to approach the man if he is seen tony McMullen, assistant secretary of nipsa The Public Sector Workers Union said he had not received any reported threats from his members, but he was aware of the frustrations faced by benefit claimants, which sometimes boiled over into threats to the Social Security staff. Most of the threats our members would receive are verbal from people frustrated with things like the level of benefits they are entitled to or the process that they have to go through to claim benefits. Thankfully, it's a long time since we have any actual physical assaults on one of our members in the Social Security office. There are special procedures in place to ensure the staff stay safe man sounds like shit will happen all the time though security mm. measures in place include panic buttons for staff to trigger if they feel in danger and floor walkers they got zombies i know a the floor walker these are private sector security staff who monitor the public spaces in social security office in order to intervene and defuse potentially aggressive situations a spokeswoman for the department of social D- development said we can confirm that an incident did take place at the social security office in belfast this is how police matter this is now a police matter. We cannot comment further. Shouts also the client to identify the benefits office where staff were threatened. All right, guys. That's it for today. We'll be back. Thank you so much to Reagan Gomez. Yes. Thank you. ReaganGomez.com.
3: Mm-hmm. Go back and
1: su- go support her, guys. Go support her. Uh, and, really- and watch
3: Steven Universe
1: yeah really happy she could be on the show man that's so dope mm-hmm. um we'll definitely have to ask her to come back at some point um and when we come back on um sunday we'll with we'll so much news to cover there's so much stuff we didn't talk about the the pope turned out to to meet with uh kim uh whatever her last name is davis mm-hmm. uh so there's that caitlin jenner is not gonna get arrested for i mean not gonna go to jail for that uh that hit and run that someone died in michael jackson's son is gonna be in a reality show i mean oh
3: there's a lot of shit happening there's a
1: love and hip-hop hollywood sex tape that's being floated around oh lord uh candy bars might be made by child slaves uh helen mirren uh is no longer doing on-screen nudity so i mean there's a ton of stuff and we will be talking about it until saturday when we do our feedback show Mm
2: -hmm, i mm -hmm. love you
1: i love you too